Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo. Scraps of evil will fill in red, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's Scraps of evil, we're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between. Yeah, it's all that. And we're down with Fightful, better fall back. Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat. No need to double check, these are all facts. You're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Good morning. Uh, you know what it is. I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. One last time for 2023. Last episode of 2023. This is Grapsody. I'm Phil Lindsay. Of course, I'm in a building with Righteous Reginald. What's going on, bro? Your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, not a dirt sheet writer, <laughs> pro wrestling analyst. Here on a Saturday morning, Philip Lindsay. Feels good. It's been an early one. But uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good coming into the morning. There's going to be a really fun wrestling show later. It's raining outside. It's one of those. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's finally December here in California. Welcome to it. It feels, feels crazy. feels different. Finally, you say. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been um, unseasonably warm here, which is very weird. It, 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 it makes me feel like uh, the older I get, like we're all going to die. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I can't complain about warm weather. Um, we have yeah. not gotten any real snow yet, uh, which also feels weird. I'm telling um, you, climate change. We're out of here, Philip Lindsay. People are making jokes. I've been seeing jokes all week of like, millennials taking money out of their 401k because there's like what there what's the point we're not gonna make it to that <laughs> very <laughs> gloom we're out of here very gloom and doom to start uh <laughs> this episode uh there i'm sure there's other like gloom and doom people stuff want to run with but uh we we come in here talking about climate <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
um how was your uh how was your holiday weekend man uh it was it was pretty chill, man. Most of it driving. Every time that I have a weekend doing something, it's either driving a lot or traveling. So that part gets a little annoying. But, you know, put on some music, hit the road, and it's dope. But, yeah, got there. Uh, had a really good time with my mom. Uh, she made some gumbo. I ate that crazy. It was amazing. I guess black. I didn't even know that gumbo was a black people Christmas thing. And then I was like, I thought we were being cool. But I was like, oh, no, we're being cliche. But it all works out. I'm with it because my mom's really good at making gumbo. Shout out to Mia. Uh, she hooked so, me up. So not like the usual like Christmas slash Thanksgiving. Nuh-uh. With that. like the ham and like the sides. And... Nuh-uh. Just okay. a big giant pot of gumbo. It's great. It's amazing. Southern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I spoke to you on Christmas Eve. I told mm-hmm. you how um, dramatic Christmas Eve was for me um, because, you know, of course, uh, but Christmas Day was cool, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, spent most of the weekend with my family. Um, my uh, my brother is uh, enabling my my sneakers habit by buying me <laughs> a pair of Jordans, and I feel good about that because I was like, good, not another pair of Jordans that I spent money on. I, I feel like the last time we were together somewhere collectively, he was enabling your sneaker habit too, and that wasn't yeah. that long ago. So yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Um, so you know, cool cool vibes all around. Good Christmas. Uh, Hopefully every everybody had a good holiday weekend. Hopefully spent time with friends and loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully this uh, crazy holiday did not uh, send you into a seasonal depression because that is a thing for some people. It I is. have been a very bah humbug guy for uh, years, but this Christmas was actually pretty good. This uh, Christmas, you're so black. You can't even help being black <laughs> and saying singing this Christmas in your words. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I guess, uh, we did want to get into some news, but we also want to get into like some year in review stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got pay-per-view tonight. Uh, crazy to think about. We have a pay-per-view tonight, but it has been a wild news cycle for the past 48 hours. <laughs> <sighs> Just a lot going on. Um, it's, yeah. it's too much at this point. How was, uh, we're going to get into the year in review stuff. Did you have a uh, difficulties? compiling your list there was only a couple of categories where i was like i really don't know man it's it's kind of crazy to think about like the year as a whole and like the different divisions and the different things and i'm like yo there's been a lot going on but then like some categories are like unanimous yeah Yeah. um i had to you know do a little research i had to sit and think a little bit um but you know not too bad um i guess the other part of this uh, before we get into like actual year-end review stuff with wrestling. Um, this podcast for 2023 has been a journey. <laughs> um, we started this year as a trio. Um, it sounds crazy, but we have been effectively a duo for eight months. Wow. Does not seem like it's been eight months. Eight months. It has almost been a year of us doing this podcast with just the two Yo. of us. Um, but yeah, Yo. just uh, starting the year off and like, like it just... Like it sound like it's um usual. We ended last year doing a Tony Khan interview. Um then it seems like every end of year is crazy, right? Like cause at the end of the first year we had the Tony Khan and Swole shit, and then the next year we had Tony Khan and this year. <laughs> so I yeah. going on today. It's been, a, it's been a it is it has been interesting when you look at our content, see things that are just like a 
kind of a season finale for mm-hmm. <laughs> like this year. And yeah. I feel like the season finale of starting the year last year with the Tony and Swole stuff and then ending it by having the Tony Khan interview. And then this year, starting the year uh, with uh, Mercedes Watch 2023. And now we're ending the year still at Mercedes Watch 2024. We're still at news about Mercedes. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's a good way to hop into new stuff. Mercedes popped in the news again this week. Um, We initially got the report that... um, whatever there there were talks with aw to come in and do something uh, around forbidden door i believe those talks were then no longer happening and so people of course assumed that meant oh she's going back to wwe uh then this week we got the news that she trademarked some things with money on it and right after that we got mercedes being mercedes and trolling people on her ig which i thought was hilarious so uh, funny and then we got the Fight- Fightful Select report from Sean Ross Sapp where he uh, revealed that uh, WWE and Mercedes are no longer in talks. Um, take that how you will. There was a lot of weird talk. Yeah, right what after. does that mean? Yeah, take that how you will, of course. There was a lot of weird talk after uh, Charlotte got her contract extension of people talking about what is her worth and, you know, how much um, she wanted on a contract that, that people started framing it around. Oh, well, she wanted more than what Charlotte's getting. Charlotte's mm-hmm. one of the highest paid women in wrestling right now. She wanted more than her if she worked that. And immediately when I saw like people framing it that way, I thought it was strange to begin with because, you know, we don't know these things. And also no, on top of that, um, you know, get your bag. I'm not, you know, whatever Wait. you think your value is, whatever you think mm-hmm. your worth is, get your bag. And clearly her value is through the roof because has not wrestled this, since this summer. And she's still one of the hottest free agents in wrestling. We're still all talking about her. We're still waiting on bated breath to see where she shows up next. So, yeah, she knows where her value is. So pay her accordingly. Exactly. Very exciting, I think, all around. Anytime there's Mercedes talk, I'm just so intrigued because mercedes is my favorite wwe women's wrestlers of all time so like i'm like anything that she does for me is dope so anytime she's talking they're talking about her i'm ready for it i don't know what these stories ever mean these everybody knows how to word things in a great way because i'm like what is i don't know what that means what you know what i mean like oh we're not in talks anymore so does that mean she has a contract with you guys now or you and you never know because like now it's like a Sean Rossap put out the story, but like things change on a minute by minute basis. Like he could have got a story and then one minute later, the thing changes. Like it's like everything is so crazy that I just don't know what to believe. And also I've just gotten to a space where I want to see it. I can't like, I don't want to like, I'm, I'm happy everybody gets the news and everybody should subscribe to Fightful Select, get your news, get everything. But I'm just like, when this person is on TV is when I'm in. I can't get into it, that stuff, because I just don't know. And the reason that I don't know is I purposely don't get information now because I don't want to know. I just want to. There's some moments that I want to be 12 years old again. And if I know everything, I can't be 12 years old. But Mercedes, please get a big giant bag wherever you go. Well deserved. We've seen it. I saw it with my own two eyes, Philip Lindsay. I was at that show in San Jose where she co-headline with Okada and that crowd I've been to a, a New Japan show in the Bay Area before and it didn't look like that the last time I was there because Mercedes weren't there she brings her a different crowd she brings a different energy to anywhere that she goes 
going back to WWE would not surprise me at all. Like if anybody's going to give up the big bag, that's where you get the big bag. Uh, there's leverage now. There's all kind of things she could use to to move forward. Um, Japan, I mean, she didn't. The things that she did in Japan, Phil, like they were so minimum. But like, yo, remember the energy that she had brought just in those few couple of matches, that triple threat match, and like, just like the re-energized way that she was moving implementing lucha and all this stuff i'm like yo there's still that there's still so much going on people have been talking about impact wrestling i'm like you guys stop they could never afford it in five million years <laughs> we're talking about money and then you guys start talking about impact wrestling I, 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 I don't know man but yeah how do you where does this land you uh today phil with mercedes watch um i'm ready to see it i do think it's very interesting that like i said we started last year with Mercedes watch and that was going into the new Japan debut and her, her doing the name change and like trying to figure out what does post WWE Mercedes look like. And mm -hmm. now we have an idea of what post WWE Mercedes looks like. And I, like and it. I don't want it to end, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would pop huge if she uh, shows up at the rumble in a few weeks. Um, if she wins the rumble, that's like, yeah, dope. I, I, I would pop tell. huge for that. But at the same time, I just feel like there's so much more she can do yeah. outside of WWE. I just feel like there's so much that she can do to, you know, cement her legacy on her own. And I just want to see her keep doing that. I I, mm -hmm. I, I said before, there's still matches I want to see with uh, wrestlers from Japan. There's mm -hmm. still the big match in Mexico I want to see. Um, I mean, you can't you can't have her show up at All In this year and be in the crowd. Tease, don't not, tease me. And not get to her possibly being on the card for All In next year. Like, I just feel like you can't do that. Like, I feel like now they I showed her on her. camera three times. I'm like, yo, that was I, a crazy tease, big bro. Like, what was going on? Yeah, I, I, I want to see her on the card now. I mean, of course, do what's best for you. That's what I always think for the wrestlers. Wherever you end up, what, wherever you get the best opportunities, wherever you get the, the right deal in place for you, great. Um, yeah, because sometimes I feel selfish about it because, like, hey, I yeah. want Mercedes to sign with AEW and do these New Japan things, but, like, if WWE is giving it up, like, how could yeah. I? And, of course, she ain't going to listen to us losers, but, I mean, like, wherever the bag is, wherever the best situation is, that's where she needs to I be. I mean, obviously, because she told my man uh, that got the autograph, why would I tell you? <laughs> like... <laughs> I loved her attitude in that too. So, so and I, I feel like it. I feel like you could almost play that clip today for a lot of people that are like speculating and running around, and it's just like, so you'll wait, right? Right. So you'll wait, right? Thank you, JJ. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what this means. I would again. I would love to see her show up in AW and wrestle wrestlers like Sheeta. I think there's cool things that she can oh, do she over there. Um, but yeah, I her and Thunder Rosa, her and Athena, her, like you can just go down. Yeah, the options list, are honestly. there. Um, yeah. I just want to see her do new things, man. I just mm -hmm. don't want to see her in the same rut. Um, right. So, you know, I, I, you know, whatever it turns into, I'm excited for it because she's one of my favorite wrestlers, bar nine, Mercedes. not just a women's wrestler, one of my favorite wrestlers. So Mercedes. I'm excited for what this means. Um, it is just crazy when, when she starts making moves and you can tell she's ready to do something big and come back and she starts doing like the, like the trolling and like tweeting things more. I get excited every time. Just can't wait to see what she does. Um, yeah. Uh, 
what a wild time we live in wrestling. Um, if you would have told me three years ago that CM Punk uh, could potentially be back in WWE and that Mercedes potentially might not be there, I would have been like, what? what? Say, what are, why are you saying this? <laughs> what no, are you talking about? True. And Cody's going to be in WWE too? Ah, oh, shut up, dude. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, right now just being in a I don't know phase and her being a free agent is still exciting. So, mm-hmm. um, but I am hoping that we get to a conclusion to this at the beginning of this year. I don't ho- I'm hoping we don't have to wait um, weeks into 2024 to figure out where she is. Obviously, there is a there is a chance that she can show up tonight. Um, but with whatever two days left in 2023, I think that we'll be waiting till next year to figure <laughs> out what happens. I'm happy for Mercedes because she got her feet kicked up right now. Everybody's sending her flowers, somebody's feeding her grapes right now. Like she's living the life, like she's being courted by everyone. And now, you know, impact, I'm kidding, a joking, of course. They probably, I'm sure. They got some dollars together, talked and negotiated with some people to try to bring her in too. So like, yo, the money, money, Monet, money, whatever your name is. I'm excited on, to see it. Young very excited Lula. about it. <laughs> very excited about it. It's going to be very cool next year. Like at the end of next year, the conversations that we're going to be having based off like all these free agents and based off the new assignees and based off people switching teams and brands and all this stuff. It's going to be a wild 2024. I can I can just feel it. Uh, just based off the timeline we set up about how we started the year talking about the Tony and Swole stuff and then ended up talking to Tony. Listen, man. Say Mercedes here. She signed up. Just, That's what we're doing. Just, like, just, this, Mercedes. That's this, this all I ask. Right. If she ends up signing over there. You know, we may or may not know somebody over there, but just saying. And if she ends up signing over there, then, like, can that be our first over there? Because, like, look, the boys are back in town and we're tired of this. But, yeah, <laughs> before we move forward, yeah, Grass City did have a big year. Uh, they put, they finally put our live show onto uh, YouTube. That's right. I forgot about that part. Live your boys now. That's I forgot. Uh, our 100th episode live at starcast six Mm -hmm. is available on premium live events uh youtube Um, shared it through the grab city account shared a few places but if you have not seen that episode you can watch that on youtube now um it's weird watching it um it is it's weird watching (laughs) it months later it feels like it happened like a year ago um i guess again when you get into year year in review stuff and uh when i talk about like this year and just like podcasting and it just all feels like all of this stuff just happened. It just happened so fast, but then it also feels like this was a long year at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to explain. Um, I know when our when our friend left here, I out of character um, shed some tears on this podcast. People will not <laughs> let me forget that. Um, but when I really think about the mindset I was in at the time and thinking about like this is my friend. Um, one of the best things that I do on a weekly basis is sit down in front of this computer and get a mic in my face and talk to my friends about wrestling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to 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 pull back a little bit of the curtain on the podcast, of course, you know my grandmother passed away, and I talked about that on here. But at the time, I like I was a big part of you know helping take care of her. I was around her a lot, and so sometimes it would just be like not the most exciting week. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I knew at the end of the week, you know, the the right the the pot at the end of the rainbow would be that I get to record uh, 
<laughs> record with you guys and it would be fun. And so thinking about like, man, why is this coming to an end? This is a good thing mm-hmm. in my life. And it's like, I just, why is it changing? <laughs> like, right. why is it changing? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so in some ways that was like, uh, not upsetting, but it was just like, it was hard to like process for me. It was fast. I had, Cause I had so much else going on in my life and just so many other things, um, whether it be professionally and personally that, uh, I was still trying to figure out mm-hmm. and it's still kind of that way. Like yeah. <laughs> end of this year. Uh, uh, but of course, you know, as I said at the time, as I continue to stay very happy for our friend, still very weird that he works there. Uh, very happy for him and everything he's gotten to do over there. Very excited for him. They quoted your boy, a wrestling observer had him in the news this week being like, these are Tony's homies right here. He talks to these guys. I was like, Oh, that's see right, my guy's did, name uh, among those guys names. It's like, that's the crazy things for me. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, Tony goes to Jerry Lynn and J- uh, Jimmy Jacobs and and Will Washington. It's like, whoa, he used to be on a podcast with us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cause he, he did do uh, a, a special episode of After the Week with Denise this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm assuming that's where that quote came from. Um, no, yeah, it was d- from uh, Tony saying... Uh, from Tony's call this week. Oh, it's from the media call. Okay. Yeah, okay. from the media call. He was like, these are the people that I essentially my confidant type oh i thought you you said that they quoted will directly he was no 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 no. he was in the quote yeah yeah confused sorry Um, (laughs) but yeah i mean even just that stuff sometimes when i see stuff and i see his like picture on it or i see like his name on it's just like okay this is a guy that (laughs) i this is a guy that i'm like still in a group chat with like what's going on (laughs) going on here it's crazy but it's Um, also dope shout out to our homie for like yeah you know He did it. He did it. Yeah, very, very happy for him, man. Yeah, uh, yeah very exciting times. I, I still think, like I said, the, the fact that we've been doing this <laughs> as a mm-hmm. duo for eight months, I very much it. appreciate you guys for continuing to rock with us. Because, uh, boy, did not know what this thing would look like. <laughs> um, it has been a blast to continue to record this podcast with my friend, though. I'm very grateful for the opportunity very grateful for our audience as well uh, um, i suppose we can get into some supers and humpers yeah let's get into some supers and humpers because we still got a whole bunch to talk about uh chris says right off the bat if allegations are true about jericho should tony fire jericho <sighs> um <sighs> I, I, I guess this is where we'll get into the Jericho stuff. Uh, why not? Let's just let's let's just uh, rip the bandaid off and get in there. Uh, this was a very fast uh, twenty-four hours of news with this Jericho stuff because um, initially this week, uh, well, it wasn't even this week. Sorry, it was Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. When he was arguing with the lawyer guy, um, and you know that then turned into some back and forth. Uh, so, uh, I guess at some point over a holiday weekend, he, uh, responded to something said by Stephen P. New about, uh, the NDA that, uh, the Bucks and Punk potentially signed. And what does that mean? That turned into some talk about whether or not Jericho could still talk about what happened in Brawl Out, which was all very odd to me. I don't know why that was a thing, especially on Christmas. Um, um, but then that turned into uh, fellow Chicagoan Nick Houseman in the midst of this, and uh, that turned into some back and forth between them. And then this week on uh, Nick's podcast, uh, 
Rumors and Innuendo. I think that's the name of it. Rumors and Innuendo. Uh, he they lived up to the name. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, he he dropped a pretty big quote that then turned into a clip that ended up all over the internet. Um, yeah, uh, he essentially said that uh, he wasn't comfortable with some of the praise that Jericho gets uh, because he's hurt certain people backstage, and you know um, that those kind of praises might not age well when certain things come out. And he said, uh, you know, when you look back at this, you know, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein is somebody that was celebrated and awarded. Um, but then later on, this guy's in jail. That's how quickly these things Ooh. can change. Now, hey, yo. now people immediately jumped on this and was like, that's a crazy comparison. I understood what he meant, though. And I'm not going to, you know, shoot him any bail on, you know, what he what his motives are, what his intentions are. I don't know that. But I do know that um, what we do as podcasters, because I am not a journalist. <laughs> yeah. You started the podcast by saying you're not a journalist. Mm-hmm. What we do as podcasters, um, we get in on here and we try to speak objectively about wrestling. Um, it gets a little bit tricky when we hear things about certain situations or certain people and it's not my place as somebody that is not a journalist and is not equipped to break news about it, to get on my podcast and say whether this or that happened. Mm -hmm. And so with that in mind, sometimes it gets tough when you hear things about someone to be objective about certain things like the praise they get or the matches they, they have, or when something is or isn't working on television, it's complicated, (laughs) very Mm -hmm. complicated. So I understood Mm -hmm. what he meant. Um, now, I don't know what his intentions were again. Can't speak for him. Um, not my place to do that. That then spawned uh, some stuff happening online um, that then turned into uh, some Twitter responses that Kylie Ray was a part of. Kylie Ray added a heart emoji to something, and people then took this and ran with it to mean <laughs> that some rumors that had come up years ago yeah. about Kylie and Jericho are confirmed now this looks really really bad i'll just yes. <laughs> come out the Off gate and rip. say this this First looks thing. really really bad mm-hmm. i can't in good conscience or uh i can't get on here and say for a fact anything is true because we just don't know there's so mm-hmm. much we don't know there's so much that you know i may or may not have heard or some things that you know might have gotten around but all kinds of things are out there that -hmm. people hear all the time. Um, So I don't know what is or isn't true, but it does not look good. It looks very bad. I think the fact that Kylie was liking some of the tweets and the emoji, just some of the, the, when you follow the timeline of Kylie leaving AEW um, and certain things that line up, it, it does not look good. Um, But again, I cannot say for a fact, anything, um, to the question we were asked, if this is true, should they fire him? Absolutely. But I do think you need to do the due diligence and you do need to investigate this first. Now, when you when you tell me that NDAs are involved, that's when it gets a little bit touchy because when NDAs are involved, that's not about employees, that's about employers. That leads me to believe that this is a known thing in AAW. Boy, do I hope that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am... Uh, very much hoping that is not true because that does not sound good. Um, 
but again there's so much we don't know when you when you say nda you got to be careful with that you got to be careful with how you phrase certain things because you know context matters right mm -hmm. so i don't know that there was an nda i know that there was conversation around ndas that led to this so i don't know if anybody actually signed an nda we don't have any mm -hmm. proof of that we have any proof that kylie signed an nda we don't have any proof that he has had other women sign the ndas but again some of this does not sound good when you look at the information around it uh you can draw some conclusions that don't sound good <laughs> mm. yeah you know this uh sometimes in the space like you were saying you like hear things there's rumors and innuendos there's conversations that go around today i last night i wasn't online because i was outside uh, i got online about 6 a.m and to discover this in real time not knowing anything about the situation like there's situations that i know things about i hear i investigate but z knowing zero about anything going on here was kind of crazy honestly i've questioned asked people about the kylie ray situations before and legit i've gotten nothing like not one word about anything that happened it's like it it's just one of those i was like i guess i'll never ever hear about it and so i this is a situation i'm again just like finding out in real time and so it's crazy to see that how fast things could happen but like you said i've heard not in this specific situation but just things about this guy throughout history throughout the years of him kind of being a pro wrestler chris jericho is who i'm talking about you hear things and you're just like i don't know you just chalk it up to he's a pro wrestler that came up in the 90s who am i gonna like you said i'm just a pro wrestling analyst dude i come on here to talk about matches i don't come on here to leak news i don't come on here to break yeah. stories i don't come on here for any of that so like just trying to exist in this space is weird and having to talk about these things even is weird so i'm just like i don't know man yeah um I mean, of course, off top, like, uh, hopefully, regardless if this actually happened or what is going on, hopefully Kylie Ray is doing well. Please, um, she doesn't I'm need sure, all this. I'm sure getting up this morning, regardless if anything happened and being flooded with, like, all of this love, flooded with all of this stuff and attention from this, um, it, it can be it can be a little bit overwhelming. So hopefully mm -hmm. she's doing well. Um, if this did happen, you know, of course, you know, well wishes to her. Hopefully she's doing well. Hopefully mm -hmm. she is she is um living a better life. Of course, just had a kid, um, um, happily married. So, you know, wish nothing but the best for her. Um, I was very disappointed with how uh her tenure with AEW ended because I'm a big fan of hers and I was hoping that, you know, she was gonna have this big run. As much as AEW is in Chicago, she is like beloved in the city. Um, uh, I feel like that would have been a slam dunk for her. I would, and and the company as well. Um, Phil, she was about to be so over in AEW, dude. If she would have stayed, like at the time yeah. she would have came in and her trajectory, she would be a big star right now. Yeah, and so you know, it's always been kind of clouded in secret secrecy how she left. There's always been a little bit of uneasiness around it because mm -hmm. um, she never really came out and spoke on specifically what it is of why she left. Now, of course, she has given varying like. Um, I don't know, responses here and there, whether that be on IG, whether that's been in like certain interviews she's done. I know at one point she said that uh, nobody forced her to leave. Mm -hmm. um, 
but even that's a little bit loaded you, that could mm -hmm. mean anything that's that's kind of vague mm -hmm. um and that's why i'm saying again there's just so much we don't know right um i would really hope that uh nothing terrible happened hopefully mm -hmm. again hopefully she's doing well mm -hmm. um, but if this did happen absolutely chris jericho needs to fire uh, i think that one one thing we need to come off of uh, we need to get off of this is we need to protect women and protect women in these spaces and protect women in those situations like people are turning this into a gotcha or i told you yeah. so and yeah, all this that. and it's like this isn't this shouldn't be what this is and like the persons the people that are going to continue to be affected by this don't need your gotchas and i told you so that helps no one like we need to protect these women we need to protect them in the situations and there's reasons that there's anything in place here and responses like most of the shit that's happening out here are not helping absolutely um that's that's the part that i felt was a little bit um unfortunate and kind of gross to watch on twitter people turning this into the usual back and forth between aew and wwe fans like, i just what? feel like this is not the time to do Ew. that uh trying to turn this into a gotcha or oh the aw's ending or this is this is gonna ruin the company <sighs> it, it, that isn't important Bro. right now like somebody could have been you know, effectively traumatized for the rest of their life of something yeah. happening here. And that's what you want to talk you about. You talk about I some just, fucking tribalism, bro. Get yeah. real. I, I think you got to have your priorities in place, man. You can't, we should not be making it about. That's how I know wrestling. these are not real people. Like you can't, listen, you can't be real. You can't be a real person that has real people in your lives, friends and things and think like, no, this isn't about a person. This is about my wrestling company being better. It's like, you got to go outside. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You got to chill out. That's just not the place for what? that. Um, but yeah, but well wishes. Um, hopefully, you know, it sounds like if, if, if he did do this, I would, I would imagine Kylie isn't the only one, um, just because of Jericho's status in the company. Um, and I guess like, that's something that kind of alluded to that, you know, when you do have a certain status in a company, you should, you know, use it responsibly. Um, it just, that talking point is absolutely correct. But again, there's just so much we don't know. And so I can't properly, you know, go into what he may or may not have done. Um, it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we're sitting here talking about this and AEW has a pay-per-view tonight. It's unfortunate that this happens a lot in wrestling where, um, you know, this is supposed to be an escape for a lot of people. It's supposed to be fun. And, you know, a lot of times we end up having to talk about controversy and some real, like, dark stuff that you know you wish people would do better it's kind of nastily ironic after that mjf article came out yesterday yeah. where he said specifically yeah. every time mm. we're gonna have a good moment a bad moment happens and then he also said chris jericho saved this company so it's like this article whew, looks crazy as hell just 24 hours later my brother mm. uh yeah yeah, um, there there were a, a few things about the Max article I really liked. Um, if you don't know, uh, Max did a Players Tribune article that came out yesterday. Very good article. Mm -hmm. um, there were a lot of things in there that I thought were very insightful that I, I agreed with. But there were like a, a few landmines in there that I, mm -hmm. I saw that people ran with. Um, <laughs> and, you know, take it as you may. I just, uh, boy, what a... The timing, like you said, is uh, very, very ironic, if that's true. <laughs> You're right. Um, mm. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, coming out of this, um, I don't think that this should be like a tough decision for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if, 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 if you do an investigation or anything around this has happened and you fire and, and you find something, then yeah, you, you've got to get rid of him. There's just but no, how, no way around it. You got to get rid of him. The, um, the stuff but, just not matching up for me though. If she like, it's going to look crazy for some people is all I'm saying. Because if she left for this reason and then them people know, then why are you, fi- why didn't you fire him then? Like, why didn't you, that you know is, what I mean? That is the, that is the question. And that's why. I that's just that. like, what, what, what's the difference now? Like he did it then. Why didn't you do it then? If you knew about it. That's the question. And that's why I'm saying there's parts of this that uh, we need to know the full story first. Um, and that's why I'm saying the NDA part of it gives me a little bit of pause because if there is an NDA involved, that means that more than one person knew about this, um, mm-hmm. which whew, that could be very damning, very, very damning. Tough, um, uh, <laughs> Tough man. That's uh, what I'm saying. When everybody's like, he better be fired. I'm like, but does that like, are they finding out with us? I don't really. That well, that would be, that'd be very hard to believe uh, that, uh, certain people around the situation just found out uh this weekend if this was like a known thing around the industry known enough that jericho and nick brought this thing up where nick can talk about it um then other people knew if other people outside of the company knew then people in the company knew there's just there's no way that's not possible man so again i don't know i there's so much I, i i hate continuing to say i don't know but i also just don't feel comfortable speaking definitively until mm-hmm. we have certain things ironed out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's get into a few super chats. Cause I'm sure people have some thoughts on this. Uh, Marco Dominguez says, here's some money. Cause y'all been continuing this gr- to be great this year. And also because AEW is going to have a banger show again, shrouded by backstage crap. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a, again, uh, trend it's becoming a trend at this point mm-hmm. um man if uh, we come out of 2023 and they end up having to fire punk and also fire jericho <laughs> oh boy that is a bad look <laughs> that looks crazy as hell oh my god uh, marco also says extra money for the this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. People affected by similar situations. Shit is wild out there. Thanks for that, Marco. Um, Orion Ben six 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 says, "Enjoy the new year, Grab City family." I'm trying to, yeah, trying to finish off this year on a high note. Um, hopefully, you know, good things coming in 2024. Hey Phil, what you doing for New Year's Eve? Stop it. Wood Chisholm says, "I do love how people." <laughs> This is why people were worried when Will Washington left this podcast of how we would have order on this podcast. Order, I say. Order. (laughs) Conduct yourself. Okay. I'm a regular human in the room. I do love how people act like they knew Cody would go back to WWE like this dude didn't drop a pipe bomb every Wednesday. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, that was another thing. At the beginning of January, uh, <laughs> two, a, a year ago, <laughs> we did not expect no. that by middle of the year, Cody Rhodes would be showing up at WrestleMania. Uh, things happen fast, man. You know, at this rate, Phil, nothing's off the table. Like, no returns, no exit, nothing. Like, I don't believe anything at this point. Like, anything could happen. Like, Anybody could show up anywhere, like Hulk Hogan could show up on Dynamite tomorrow. Like, I would nothing would surprise me at this point. I hope not. Don't do that. That's crazy, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Reggie Simmons says, Much love and respect to the Grab City Pod. Wishing you two an awesome 2024. Reg, appreciate, appreciate you, you, Reg. As always, other Reg. Yes. <laughs> Van Twinblade says, Hey, yo, Glory Pro Show tonight. Three stages of hell match with Jake something versus Warhorse. For the crown of the glory title, that's going to be insane. Ethan Price and Moses versus PME tag match. Yo, Jake something and War Horse in a three stages of hell match. Sure, it's going to be destruction disorder. Check out Glory Pro, of course, and I appreciate you, Van Twinblade. Appreciate you as always, man. Uh, Mike 290K says, no male talent should be telling female talent to go to their locker room, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's yeah. not a not a good look. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, w- I was ho- hoping that wrestling was out of that 80s mentality, 70s, 80s, 90s mentality, but yeah, uh, I just hope it is, man. Damn. That that kind of culture of you know, yeah, yeah, come in here with me, I'll, I'll get your spot on the show, or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do this for you. you I'll know. get your push, yeah, yeah, disgusting. I hate it. Uh, Shane Monster says, Seahawk voice, you know who we don't know? These people. <laughs> we do not know these people. I've been consistently telling you this, this for a long time, guys, but this is, again, 
why you have to be careful with people you put on a pedestal. You got to be careful with how invested you get into picking sides with stuff because, as always, you do not know these people. <laughs> Behind the scenes, shit could be crazy. Uh, Mike also says the same Twitter accounts that are calling for Jericho to be fired still support Vince McMahon, who is the biggest known sexual predator in pro wrestling history. Nick Houseman needs to be canceled too. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's kind of an issue with wrestling. It's it's hard to take a moral stance a lot of times. With We're talking morals because it's so many, uh, it's so many things in wrestling that it just feels like man. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't get into the Knicks stuff again. I don't know what his intentions are, so I don't want to speak on that. Mm-hmm. And then Town Spurs says, there's no point in tribalism. Wrestling culture itself is broken. Doesn't matter what company. I hope they take them off the show, but I don't think they will. Uh, yeah, I, I, there has not be, been any kind of uh, action so far, uh, but I wouldn't expect them to do anything based off of just rumors and and allegations like that's not that's not really how they operate that's not really how Mm -hmm. most companies operate Mm -hmm. um usually investigation yeah if 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 something is done about it i would assume there's going to be some kind of investigation right uh mr cj lily says hey there do you have any predictions where the free agents will go i think most of the wwe ones will resign seth becky and alexa will resign drew and owens more than likely a few might go the other way like andrade um yeah we got the andrade news this week as well Mm -hmm. we got the report from i think it was dave or dave well dave initially said that part of him doing cmll was to raise his stock um, in case he wants to leave AEW and do other things. Um, and so that that came out initially. And then this week we got another report that, you know, some people close to him and in his camp think that he could end up going back. Um, we have made several jokes about Andrade. Uh, Using on another company to raise your stock for to get you a deal is crazy. Yeah, we, we've made a few jokes about Andrade on this podcast. It is funny to think about him. <laughs> getting to do cml having a fantastic run in the continental classic and and now at the end of this we're talking about him possibly (laughs) leaving uh that is wild um i did it did cross my mind when charlotte jeff jarrett levels of finesse right there god damn (laughs) it did cross my mind when charlotte signed the extension um i was like man i i could see andrade going back because i have to imagine he wants to be in the same company with his wife yeah um so Felt like the know. only chance that AEW had to keep Andrade was Charlotte possibly Blair, getting Charlotte. possibly. And, being uh, you can see the chess moves, bringing in Rick and some Man. other things they were doing. But um, just looking at stuff that WWE's done this week as well, or the over the past two weeks, uh, bringing back, making sure to lock up Charlotte, uh, making. Yeah, sure I'm gonna say they probably were on the other side doing the same thing. Like if we lock down Charlotte, we probably can yeah. get. Andrade, yeah, making yeah. sure to, to to lock down the contract with Charlotte, making sure to bring Selena back in. Of course, Selena has a wife and a, I mean husband in AEW as well. Uh, Selena was Andrade's manager. They were very successful as a duo. Um, I feel like those were moves to try to, if you can, get Andrade. So I very well would not be shocked if Andrade <laughs> ends up going back to WWE. Do you think there's any chance in the world that Seth and Becky are not gonna sign big contracts over there i don't know 
Um, because yeah. I, I immediately want to say those two feel like lifers. Um, we that's how I feel too. But you never like just like yeah. I said five minutes ago. You just don't know. You just these never days, know. I mean, we were we were saying uh, Edge was a lifer at the yeah, beginning exactly. of this year. Yeah. Um, you would so, told me Edge was in AEW. I'd be like, get get out of my face. Why are you talking to me like this? Come right. On. So I I just don't know. I I uh, off of uh, on the surface, I want to say they seem like lifers. We got the Becky quote recently of how she said how much she loved being a WWE superstar, how much it meant to her to be at the forefront of women's wrestling and to inspire more people. Um, so I don't know. Um, I I I feel like there's a chance that she could go to AEW, but my gut is they're probably going to stay put. You think that there's no chance that one would go and one would stay though? Oh no! I think if if one leaves, I think they're both leaving. I think if I think, <laughs> I think Seth is going wherever his family is, <laughs> pretty much. Right. Like if if Becky leaves, that's where he's going. If Becky mm-hmm. stays, I feel like he's staying. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I couldn't <sighs> seeing Becky in AEW sounds crazy. Like Seth doesn't sound crazy in AEW. Like that's like no. yeah. I yeah, mean, I think course. they both could be very successful somewhere else. Um, yeah, but. I just don't know if I believe it yet. I have to see the it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could believe it. Yeah. That would be wild though. Uh yeah, Dan V nine hundred says Don Callis has a job after allegedly harassing women in Impact who wanted him gone and signed Flair. TK would have known about Jericho with the timeline. Yeah. Again, that's the unfortunate part about uh morals in wrestling because there are a yeah. lot of people that are still in this business that have done some well, allegedly done some nasty things. So I uh, don't know. Why do we have to like this? Why couldn't we like another sport or another something that they don't do this? But then you think about all the other ones and they're doing it everywhere else too. You can't get away from this shit. Yeah. Unfortunate. Terrible place. Sorry, people. Uh, Shanika says, hey, Shanika, uh, drop, dropping some year in love. Thanks for everything this year and wishing you two and the entire Grab City fam an amazing, prosperous 2024 appreciate you shanika Um, yeah we're gonna we got some things coming though like we talked a little bit about what we did in 2023 but 2024 we got some uh some things on the horizons i think we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) tackle this a different way a couple ways i'm interested when i tell you the funny thing about this is i don't know if you feel the same way but i feel like 2023 has made us closer in a lot of ways Um, we talk we talk more often Mm -hmm. um I think also it's just like us being a duo. Of course, we were friends beforehand, but I feel like yeah. we uh, just a lot has happened this year. Uh, a lot of our weird misadventures. When I think about LA and how much time we spent together in LA, <laughs> uh, your, your first time being in Chicago. Chicago. This year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been a it's been a year. Um, it's been that was all this year. It's more highs than lows, I will say. Um, I totally. Think, I think that we had a blast recording this podcast, um, going to other cities. And we went to Vegas too, together. huh? Yep, went to Vegas together. Um, yeah, it's been a blast. Uh, it's I, been really fun. Yeah, I, the highs are way higher than the lows. The lows yeah. are just like, all right, I see what's going on. But the highs are like, man, this is a, just a great time. Great time to be living, you know? Mm-hmm. All the homies are here today. Nye says, uh, congrats on the success in 2023, fellas. Well-deserved. Can't wait to see what's next in 2024 for Grab City. Much love. The coolest thing that has happened this year, seeing that Grab City sign out in that crowd. Like, 
I it's hard to put into word how some of these things feel because it's like we come on this podcast and talking like you said some Saturdays it's like man I don't know I drank too much on Friday night I don't know if I could do it but like <laughs> you get to Saturday and it's great and then you get to moments like this of you watch a show and see your logo in the crowd or you go to a show I went to a show and saw a Grab City sign across from me and I was like what life is this, man? This is insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seeing Grab City sign that shows is just still like, man. What? Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Of course, anybody that's taking a sign to a show, anybody that stopped us at the show to say hello or whatever, take pictures or whatever, man, we appreciate you guys. Dude, so the much, amount man. of times I just randomly hear Grab City, just like, I'm like, Bro. wait, where's that coming from? <laughs> Again, this has been a long year, man. Like, just thinking of April and going to my first WrestleMania and just being, like, in awe of, like, just how big the WrestleMania is and just, like, mm-hmm. how big the WWE machine is. And, like, sitting, like, on the floor, like, walking around, like, man, this is, like, insane. And somebody's like, yo, Grab City. I'm like, what? <laughs> like... What is if happening? If you would have right told now? me that story two years ago, I'd be like, "No way, that's not gonna happen." You were at WrestleMania and somebody talked about our podcast. Like, how? How? Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, appreciate again. Appreciate everybody that always says hello, man. Never be it's so like, cool. Too worried that I'm that that you can't say hello. By the way, yeah. Like, never like, say, "Oh, you guys look busy" or nothing. We're never nah, busy. Man, we're just, always kicking it. Please yeah, come just through. stop by and say hello if you see us somewhere. Because mm-hmm. most gotta, of the time, I'm just bullshit. I'm probably look super high, and I <laughs> am. <laughs> Which, by the way, I keep saying we have to figure out how to get a meet and greet somewhere in 2024. That might be one of the goals in 2024 to do a meet and greet. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That would be really nice to see. I think so. We got fans out because we see so many fans when we go to shows. It would be nice to do something for the fans. I don't know. It was kind of a lot of Grapsity fans in Chicago. I don't know what it was. Like, I'm tired of y'all, but damn. Pro wrestling, bro. I can't even say I'm tired of y'all this year because, whoo, California ate. Y'all ate real good in California. <laughs> y'all ate real, real good. Our other friend, speaking of Chicago, Smiley BWR says, Afternoon, boys. Happy almost New Year's Eve. Hope y'all are doing well. I'm about to go pick up Tankman. Tankman's cat birthday slash Christmas gift and head to AAW. Hi, Reginald. Hello, Tracy, my friend. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. I love you. You're cool. I hope you're having a great holiday. And you're going to watch AAW, and I'm jealous. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, I often think about our car ride to um, to All Out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, appreciate you as always, my Shout out to Tracy, my transportation and board while I was in Chicago. She took me to um, White Castle. I had never been to White Castle. And then really? she drove us to, yeah. Do we? I don't know if there's any white castles in california i feel like me and will will close down a white castles (laughs) like we we like sat and talked in a white castle for hours one night uh after where was that chicago yeah Mm. yeah no i had never been to white castle and then like i said harold's i still like just dream about that chicken and mild sauce shout out chicago by the way, putting us at number three of mm-hmm. best food places he reviewed this year. Why are they trying to get Keith Lee out of here? It's his opinion, you guys. Very well deserved, Keith Lee. I appreciate you. I have no doubt that uh, we could land that high on your list, but I did not think we were going to beat out a city that is renowned for food like New Orleans. There was um, no way that was going to happen. So yeah. being among Houston and New Orleans. Ain't nobody beating New Orleans. Nah, Houston, Houston as well. Houston has yeah. amazing food. 
Yeah. Houston does have some bomb ass food, honestly. But yeah, Chicago, I'm telling you. That's where it's at. Uh Muy Guapo Matt Mott says, uh, first time chatting, but I wanted to give you appreciation for both of you. I've been watching since the first episode, and hands down, this is my favorite content on Fightful. Keep up the amazing content, bro- bros. Need hater back, LOL. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, very excited to see Hater possibly show up next year um, in 2024. If Again, that's another opponent. If Mercedes is there, that I would love mm-hmm. to see her wrestle. Um, yeah. I love a, a first-time, long-time caller. Uh, very cool. Appreciate anybody. Anybody that's ever sent one anything to Phil and I or Phil, Will, and I, it's just like you guys don't know the appreciation because you do not have to like it's hard out here (laughs) definitely hard out here for him man uh then shaitan spurs says if you asked me a month ago i'd say andrade should go to wwe but after the c2 and possibilities of working more on cmll in new japan i want him to stay yeah it does feel like he just started cooking like um there was so much more I wanted him to do, but I feel like coming to going to collision this year has helped him a lot. Um, he had some banger matches at that ladder match on collision this year. Ooh. that I think people forgot about the matches he had with Bud Matt this year were, were incredible. And just the run he had in C2 was great. So I, I do want to see him do more with it with AEW, but I just, I just feel like it's bound to happen. I feel like he's bound to end up back with his wife eventually. He is horny. So he got to be back with his girl. Y'all see how horny the man is. He needs that all the time. He needs to wrestle and then get into it. Like, you, you know what time it is. Having a good match and then going back with your wife. <laughs> so this is something a lot of y'all you know, never experienced. Uh, Jerome Walker, saying, jumped out there with this one. Triple H literally beat the F out of China. You hear that? Nothing. Let's stop pretending to care about women in wrestling. Enjoy day one and the rumble. I, I, yeah. I, I, I cannot speak for everybody yeah. and say that everybody has heard that. Um, we don't know that. I've never heard that. And we don't know that that's true. So I cannot, you know, mm-hmm. I can't that's jump wild. off the cliff with this. But again, that's why I'm like, I don't think you should do the tit for tat thing. I don't think we should mm-hmm. be doing the, hey, well, one person in this company did something bad. So don't care. Don't act like you care about women now. That's just, I, I just think that that's a false equivalent. It's a lose, like, lose. It just, and it, it just doesn't really do anything for this conversation, man. Mm-hmm. Adam Russo says, how bad do you feel for Sammy right now? I think on the contrary, Sammy's probably like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, Sammy is uh, teaming with Jericho again. Um, sex guys are back together. Uh, unfortunate name for this. The most team. unfortunate name of all time, I think. <laughs> um, sex guys are back together. Uh, heading into the pay-per-view tonight. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Sammy's in an interesting position, man, because you turn him face again. I just don't know how many times you got to try a face turn with this guy to see that it just doesn't work. Um, ooh, yeah, this could end up uh, very much uh, harming Sammy. But again, I don't want the wrestling stuff to come before the real world stuff. If he did really harm some people backstage, then yeah. regardless of what this means for Sammy, where, Sammy Guevara, Sammy uh, Jericho guy. Yeah, this song got nothing to do with Sammy at this point. It's crossing a, a something else. Uh, Jack Witt says, it's 4 a.m. here, so going to bed. Today's news cycle made it hard to sleep, but wanted to give my love to Grapsity and wish you both a great New Year's. Thanks for that. Appreciate Being you. Being up at 4.30 a.m. listening to us for any amount of time is insane. Yeah. 
uh, I was up very early this morning because uh, I you were. Up. I was getting some texts. I was like, "What is Philip Lindsay still doing awake right now?" <laughs> yeah, I was up early this morning watching wrestling still and watching. Um, and then all of a sudden, the news stuff happened. It's just like, uh, oof. Awkward. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of really good wrestling this weekend. Uh, if you did not catch the Stardom show, I was going to ask you about that from this week it's mm -hmm. on youtube for free until what? january 2nd so you can just go on startups youtube and watch the entire pay-per-view apparently there was like a a runoff at the end of the pay-per-view and so part of the main event got cut off and so oh, i saw their tweet of them being yeah, like we're as, sorry as, yeah as an apology mm -hmm. they put the entire pay-per-view out for free at, at first they put the main event out for free um but now you can watch the entire wow entire show on youtube until january 2nd um look at stardom good i think that's a great steal because it was a good show if you don't watch it for anything else man julia versus megan bain was fire man go out of your way to watch that match really really good match can't wait to see megan bain show up stateside again because i feel like she's been incredible with in japan she's is she ready I think she's ready. I think she. Yeah. I, I think she had a lot of uh, potential coming into AEW she off did. the Indies anyway. You know, she had some uh, feuds over and beyond with Willow, mm -hmm. and um, she looked great. She was. She had size. She has the look. She can yeah. work like. But I'm sure Japan has made her even better. Yeah, I feel like she had a great look and great presentation coming mm -hmm. in from the Indies. But I feel like now she's like showing people like she can really work. Um, she's gonna she, be a force, dude. She's gonna be world champion. Yeah, she she looked really, really good in the Julia match. Go out of your way to watch this if you have not. Really good mm -hmm. match. Then after the match, um, we got even better news because ROH women's wrestler Trisha Dora challenged Julia for the New Japan Strong match. Very much looking forward to that match. Very much looking forward to mm. um, Trish having a big year in 2024, hopefully. Um, yeah, uh, there are a bunch of other good things. I feel like this is a good jumping on point for uh, people if you don't watch Stardom because... Free show? Uh, yeah, it's a free show. We got two new champions. Um, we got... Uh, it's, it's a nice reset. Um, we got Tam on the show because um, Tam is injured, of course. She assured the fans that she would be back soon. Um, and they set up some cool things with her. They set up some, some, some stuff to look out for. Highly recommend the show if you have time. Mm, that's dope. I'm definitely going to watch it. I was going to say I'm going to watch it today, but no, there's no time. There's wrestling going on today that we're going to get into here soon. Uh, Shane Monster says, some needed positivity for today. Darius has had the best orange punch sale I ever seen last, ne <laughs> last night. Action Flight or Reg's nickname, the uh, Light Skin Coalition. Hype for 2024. <laughs> um, man, <laughs> those three guys, man. I love them. They're so fun to watch, man. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't as down on them losing on collision like some people were. No. Um, but, man, they're so fun to watch. That it feels like you're going to have to put some belts on them eventually. I was going to say they do need to be the trios champion soon. I was initially when Dante had got hurt and then Darius and um, Action started teaming up. I was like, okay, so when, when Dante comes back, I hope they just get back to the two-man top flight. But, like, since they've been cooking, I'm like, no, they should continue to stay at trios and become the trios champions. If you have like that segment of either dynamite or collision every week where you know you're going to get this wild six-man match with these crazy wrestlers 
put three other wild luchadors or something on the other side, and you're going to be able to get a banger like this every week. Like, that's the move right now. No disrespect to the acclaim, but, mm-hmm. like, I think the next move is is uh, the Light Skin Coalition as the uh, six-man champs. Yeah, you guys strap those fellas up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone Kidd said, let's lighten the mood. OG to the Knicks' thoughts. OG? What am I missing? OG to the Knicks. Uh, I don't know, uh, but uh, it's been an interesting week of hoops. Chicago Bulls have been continuing to win tough games. Um, we're nearly 500. Excited about that. We also got the news that uh, – oh, there was a trade. Sorry, I missed a trade. Um, oh. Uh, yeah, excited for what this could mean for 2024. Um, we also got the news that uh, Lonzo is going to start working out with the team again in January. Uh, hopefully – that's a good sign. He says that he's no longer having pain in that knee. So fingers crossed that that's a good sign. <laughs> um, if he's not, Kobe White has had a phenomenal year, breakout star this year by far. I mean, this guy's been lighting it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Christmas games weren't like, uh, they didn't really blow me away. I mean, it was cool to have hoops on at Christmas, but it wasn't nothing really to write home about. Mm-mm. The Warriors were ugly. The Lakers were super ugly. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Lakers got Lakers got beat up on by Boston, um, which I kind of expected because um, <laughs> uh, Brian coming into the game, they asked him, and he was like, oh, you know, Christmas game. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, waking up and my daughter open her present. I'm like, yeah, he, <laughs> he don't care about this. <laughs> he don't care about this game, though. <laughs> Oh, he at home? Yeah, no, he definitely ain't about to show up. <laughs> Not worried about this game. We got almost like a game seven playoff game uh, between the Pistons and the Boston Celtics. Uh, Pistons. Uh, what the hell were the Celtics doing? <laughs> Pistons on their run to, to try to get a win this year. Um, every time afterwards, and you see the, the pictures and the looks on Kay Cunningham's face, I'm just like, Oh man, get this kid out of there, man! I just feel like he's dying inside with every loss. Like Bro, I, I saw the time, the timelines like Pistons, Pistons, Pistons. So I turned it on the TV, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on here? They're in they overtime." Were I'm winning like, by sick. 19 points. <laughs> they were winning by 19 points at one point. The Celtics. When, when that game went to overtime, I was like, "There's no way, man! They're not gonna mm-hmm. lose this game." After that game was over, I was just like, "I." All right. <laughs> this is crazy. Wow. Um, that was almost like, okay, the Celtics are fixing this for some good ratings or something because I don't know why the hell this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, still good hoops. Uh, Luca's yep. out here having a fantastic season. Joel Embiid is playing incredible. Um, I keep telling people, Anthony Edwards, man, that guy is balling out, man. Yeah. He had a very crazy news cycle a few weeks ago, but playing some really good basketball. Came up off it, right? <laughs> playing some really, really good basketball. Uh, that kid in uh, Oklahoma City, uh, shout out to one, Jeremy Lambert, who is an OKC Thunder fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, SGA is another one, balling out the season. Got to be in a conversation for all-star ballot at the very least, but it almost feels like he should be in a conversation for MVP at this rate. It's crazy how many uh, great players there are, how many great teams are are consistently going at this point. When it comes playoff time, Mm, basketball is going to be cooking. It's insane. Uh, Deontay Soigne says, I'm more than blessed to always support y'all and be here. Happy 2024 to all good folks. Excited for the show tonight. All love, guys. Thanks, Deontay, as always. Uh, you. Mr. CJ Lilly also says, we got to remember those who Velvet used this year. Those who Velvet, am I saying that right? 
I don't know how to read. Use this year, Terry Funk, and the ones that hurt me the most, Bray Wyatt. I still make Fango booking his and Alexa story when she returns, but then remember R.I.P. Bray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what they mean now. Um, yeah, man, of course, uh, you know, rest in peace again to the wrestlers we lost this year. Oh! Yeah, we, we did uh, get... Uh, it has been a un- long year for that, too. Unfortunate news that uh, Mad Kurt passed away uh, <sighs> this weekend. Uh, condolences to his family, his loved ones. Um, very, very funny guy on Twitter, man. So many great funny moments on Twitter from Mad Kurt. And, man, he was just so young, man. Just sad. Very sad. Rest in peace. The British wrestling scene took a huge hit with that. Everyone is pretty devastated about it. And even it's an even more fortunate situation if you kind of dig into how we all found out and how we weren't supposed to find out at the time we did. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So I am now, I had to look up this trade in the midst of this. Didn't mean to cut into our condolences again. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Matt Kurt. Um, mm-hmm. This is a crazy trade. New York Knicks uh, acquired OG and Anubi for uh, RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly. Um, oh. Wow. Those are two pretty big building blocks for the Knicks because those are two of their younger players. Um, RJ Barrett, really? Yeah, I, I like huh. RJ Barrett. Um, yeah. He can ball. Uh, I, think, I think that's a really good pick up for the Raptors. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, Knicks fans. I'm sorry. If it makes it feel like... Uh, <laughs> Makes me feel like New York is heading into a rebuild um, because I don't know how that trade makes you better. Um, you lost, they lost a lot in this trade. Um, uh, Raptors, I feel like they're headed into a rebuild every single year at this point. Yeah, uh, ooh, that could be a that could be a potentially very good trade for the Raptors because now you've got a you've got a pretty good front court. Yeah, I, mean, um, I don't know, but yeah, uh, Raptors sorry, game up. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Our homie Eloquence says, glad they added Stat and Willow to the World's End card. Yeah, we've got yeah, three women's matches on this card tonight. Very yeah. excited about that. That's going to be fire if they get some time. Uh, Mr. CJ Lilly also says, and on the flip side, all the wrestling babies that we got this year at mostly at once with Carmella, Alexa, Ty, Mello, Billy Kay, Gunther, and now Cassie Lee announcing her second circle of love. Yeah, wrestlers are out there going for it having them kids it's going to be the 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 20th generation of wrestlers are going to be insane yeah yeah very uh some good news um today um thank god people welcoming uh new additions to the family i believe uh peyton just announced that they are expecting their second kid um Mm -hmm. her and sean spears Mm -hmm. good for them shout out to them hopefully they have a nice and healthy uh life and everything over there deontay swanier also says tam tam return let's fucking go of course, I'm going to talk about it, and I can't wait for her to be back. One of the best and my best. Tam Tam, fast recovery, please. Yeah, can't wait to see Tam come back. She was having a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nitro Dust says, since Kylie's liking tweets, probably no NDA. This would be a violation. And China said in an interview, HH, Triple H abused her. He issued a denial. Okay, yeah, I do remember that now that I think about it. Um, Yeah, but also, you know, she'd also said some other things as well everybody i don't really want to crazy yeah i don't want to relitigate a lot of china mm-hmm. stuff because she's not really she's not here Rest to defend herself and yeah. she's not really here to express what really happened so i don't really feel right. comfortable jumping into that but mm-hmm. again i i just don't think we should do the tit for tat regardless uh, anime otaku 2 says megan versus jamie hater would be a fun big women match wonder if she'll announce oh, if she'll be someone's enforcer or 
her own in AEW. Martin plus action equals House of Half Black, <laughs> as they made that joke before. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. That duo would be kind of crazy. Uh, Megan mm-hmm. showing up with uh, Jamie when she comes back. Whew. Oh, they're killing people. As a tag team, that'd be sick. Yeah, that would be. That'd be crazy. Hey, what's over there says if Andrade might be going back to WWE, give me Andrade versus Rush, Rush and Andrade's last match. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dang, I wish we would have got that in, in the Continental Classic, <sighs> but they were in different leagues. So, yeah. Damn, 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 damn. Our homie Lorenzo sends a chat, but there's nothing. On. Oh, he sends another one here. Uh, Van Twinblade also says saw a meme on Discord of some basketball player that is 600 for 600 in his 1200 game career. What is up with that? I have not seen that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Um, <laughs> Uh, then our homie Lorenzo here is the um, the chat says appreciate y'all boys for the work and coverage all these years keeping us good brothers informed hoping to work with y'all in 2024 and please be in the city for mania week yes and yes and yes my brother we definitely would like to have you on for an episode of Grab City and I think we're both going to be in uh, Philly yeah uh, uh, at this moment plans are to be in Philadelphia mm-hmm. um, yeah I will have you know, concrete plans closer to April, but right. definitely will be there. Uh, <laughs> definitely hoping to be in Philadelphia for WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, we got to be at Wally Mania, man. It's just a yearly thing at this point. We see all the homies. We kicking it. We having a great time. Yeah, Copley, you know, another supercard of honor. Yeah. I got to get, because I didn't go last year um, in L.A. If Tokyo Joshi Pro is here again, oh, yeah. I have to go. It's because they always have the show at like noon, and it's like we're always somewhere weird. Speaking of Wally Mania, uh, Emilio is really funny. You saw that uh, Killer Kelly tweet. (laughs) I didn't see it. Yeah, bring your sister. It'll be a great time. (laughs) I didn't see it, but he's a funny guy. I talked to him often. He's so funny. Shout out to Emilio. Yeah, he just uh, put up an interview with Karen Cross on his YouTube channel. Really cool stuff. They uh, did jujitsu in there really cool oh that's Um, dope yeah i like that that new content that he's doing he did that the the yoga with Big E. Mm -hmm. yeah really dope stuff that's all of our super chats now we had a lot of them y'all are cool yeah appreciate you lorenzo Mm -hmm. um i guess uh i'm sure we're gonna have a ton of humper chats now too (laughs) tony p Um, tony p Uh, of course, and of course, it's me. taking a minute to load down. Uh, I Whew, think some of them got cut off. Great. That means I am sliding over to the other screen. Mm. Bear with me, guys. Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Sliding. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, from Arduit, he says, uh, for grabs, uh, thanks for another year of Banger Podcast. I always look forward to Saturdays with y'all around, uh, hoping for a fightful Patreon Discord in 2024. The online Discord for media illiterate people has gotten old. Blessings to y'all in the new year. Appreciate you. Dope. Yeah, that, that could be something interesting. I'm sure Sean would be into a uh, Discord. Yeah. From uh, Amwar Starwin, he says, Grapsity, thanks for another year of conversation, jokes, and laughs. Uh, you bring a great light to the fandom. Uh, Phil, what do you what do you want the Bears to do in the off season to improve? Reg, 
what do you want the Warriors to do <laughs> to maximize the rest of Steph's prime? Uh, Get rid of Draymond. <laughs> uh, I keep saying, like, if if they wanted like a destination for Zach, Zach makes a lot of sense in Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that they. I would like that a lot. I don't know how they make that trade work. I don't know if they have enough to 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 uh, deal him or get him. But um, yeah, I think I think Zach would work out really good over there. Um, but honestly, it's like the Warriors need a big man. It's like they continuously they, get yeah, they just beat up, bullied on the fucking court all the time. They need somebody that's going to be out there running niggas down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do I want the Bears to do? I, I've kind of given up hope on the Bears. But, uh, <laughs> I, I have long conversations about the Bears with my dad. I don't want them to draft another quarterback. I think that would be a mistake. They keep thinking that's the re- that's the reason. It's not. I think it's no, more than I, that. I don't think they should draft another quarterback. I think that they should uh, you know, work on offensive line and, you know, just maybe bring in another receiver, but because uh, the defense has been playing decent for the second half of the season. Uh I just think it's too soon to try and draft another quarterback. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's anybody in a draft that's really gonna change the trajectory of the team that much. Uh, I, I know that there's the Caleb Williams hype, but I don't, I don't think mm. they should draft him. Uh, here we go. Sorry. Tony P, uh, <laughs> says, uh, I was going to end uh petty the week with y'all, but, uh, Miss Monet, uh, said, hold the hell on <laughs> after Seriously. Sean report, all those posts, uh, made on social media made sense uh she was trolling the hell out of hunter lol um yeah no that i found a lot of this stuff very the very big funny. hunter in the back i cried <laughs> <laughs> so funny man um <laughs> yeah no uh definitely trolling uh mm-hmm. more from tony p he says uh i hope that i made people smile and laugh uh, just depressed and saddened with all the current mess now. Uh, yeah. It has made me not excited to see the show tonight, not putting in my two cents at all during it. Uh, just wish for a year in wrestling where it doesn't end messy. Uh, other than that, wish everybody a fruitful new year and just want everyone to be kind to each other. Yeah, mm. I could very much understand people not being as excited to watch wrestling tonight uh, turned based off, on yeah. this news. Um, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah, Tony P, I think you brought us a lot of joy and a lot of laughs, definitely, with your uh, contributions to our pod. We always appreciate you supporting us. It's always a good laugh for us. Sometimes you just need that because, like, at the core of this, Phil and I try to get this over to you guys so often throughout this podcast. You could make a compilation clip of us saying it. We just are about these jokes, man. At the most, we want to get a joke off. and They do not let us. Uh, yeah, there are times that I am itching to get a joke off, and I just know it's just not the right time, and so I'm just like, yeah, let me chill out. Uh, let me keep this one. Let, let me let me keep this one in the draft. Uh, but more often than not, I'm trying to get a joke off, and I'm yeah. I'm legitimately surprised how often sometimes people think that I'm being serious, and I'm like, right. how long have you guys been following me? Like, right. Oh <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, man, thanks Tony P for uh consistently sending the humper chats this year yeah. um fellow hoops fan uh fellow jimmy butler fan uh hopefully your heat uh have a decent <laughs> year i don't know um i'm i'm not sure how you can capture lightning in a bottle 
and have the year that they had last year. It's going to be um, tough. But, you know, at least it, hopefully it's competitive. Uh, that's all I can give you. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to uh, say the Celtics ain't trying to make that happen, but the way they was playing to get the Pistons, I don't know. I, I don't believe the Celtics. <laughs> I've been saying it for longest. I just don't believe them. I don't trust yeah. them. I, you would think they should be the favorite to come out of the out of the East, but I right. just don't believe yeah, them. Yeah, it's not looking like it. Uh, from Bizarro Big L, he says uh, two of them. <laughs> From Bozaro Bigel, two of the best haters in the game. If only Cresta was a morning person, uh, tired of the news, just want to focus on the meat fest we're going to get tonight. Uh, speak of Seth's mindset. Uh, you got to remember, he made a Tyler Black shirt this year. Who knows what he does? Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anything can happen. He could possibly end up back over there, uh, but he could also end up, you know, somewhere else. Who knows? Yo. That's another, there's like a couple of them that like somewhere else, man. I know like the way that he would work in New in AEW or New Japan, he'd probably die just for trying to prove. Like imagine like him and Rollins, I mean him and uh, Osprey in that dollars for dollar match that they were talking about. Like, come on, man. You know what he would try to do against Osprey just to show y'all niggas that y'all had him fucked up for a long time? Yeah, uh, he would definitely try and go above and beyond, but could be a fun match. Um, yeah. I don't know. There, there are a lot of things I would love to see him do outside of WWE. But does he still have stuff to do in WWE? Uh, I think if he gets that main event this next year, um, there isn't much more for him to do. He's pretty much done everything there is to do. Right. Um, from Desi Baby, since it's a very generous Humper chat, uh. For Grapsity, hey, you guys, I don't normally get to do this. Uh, single mom life is real, but I want to bless you um, before the end of the year and say oh thank God. you. I don't have a wrestling uh, crew in real life, but you give me a great content every week. Happy New Year. Uh, man, thank you so you. much for the support. As always, you're always in a number of our podcasts and super chats. So super cool. We really appreciate that. Thank you for your support as always. Yeah, yeah. When people say that sometimes, like, they don't have, like, their crew of people to watch wrestling with, so they, like, come to us for, like, their wrestling conversations, it it just still feels weird to me because I know what that was like to not have friends that watch wrestling for a long time. And, you know, to not just find that through the internet, but then kind of find a place where we can sit and talk wrestling through this podcast and other Mm -hmm. people, you know, feel connected to us because of that, it's... I don't know. It's surreal. It's surreal. It is surreal. Yeah. It's like, what? Like people like, that's what I always like try to convey to people when I tell them I'm like, it's stressful. Sometimes it's upsetting. I want to make more money. There's all this, but at the end of the day, I like wake up and talk about pro wrestling and people want to hear my opinion. And it's like, there's nothing better than that. 13 year old Reg heard that. He'd be like, shut up, fool. You ain't doing that. Like, this is like, I'm (laughs) living my dream, man. I'll talk about wrestling for a living. That's like, crazy um see one more from d-lo digs what's up to the guy d-lo digs shout out to you uh hope everyone uh is safe this new year uh love to the graps uh for another great year also i don't know what's <laughs> i don't know what's been wild seeing akon clips going out and about <laughs> women or broncos trying to finesse uh also, Grizzle Young versus Bets versus ABC in my veins. TNA is back, baby. That is right. We did get that announcement that Grizzle Young veterans will be showing up in TNA next year to wrestle ABC. Very Fine. much excited for that tag match. Um, Crazy. 
very much excited to see more of Grizzled Young Vets next year as a tag team. Big fan of theirs. Um, yeah, What's the, up, the, Tony Khan? Yeah, Send the, that the, tech, dog. <laughs> the Broncos news is very funny. Um, man, Russ. It's, it's funny. Russ. <laughs> it's so funny to see how upbeat Russ is throughout everything. He right. is literally that dog in the room with the flames around him. Like, nope, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I listened to his little the little mic'd up that they had of like that last game, and he's like, you wouldn't know that they're about to do that because he's just like excited, like, yeah, let's get out there, get up. You want to catch? Oh, great catch! I was like, your life is on the line, and you're still the happiest guy I've ever heard in my life. This is crazy. Yeah. uh very. Russ don't care. He got Sierra at home. He's living his life, dude. This is all this, that's a cherry on top. Y'all are lucky to have him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very, very wild to watch him talk about uh football and wild to watch him on the sideline and just how upbeat he is and yeah. just like Broncos are having a terrible, terrible season. <laughs> He's just like completely upbeat. You wouldn't know it. Like God fearing man, just you would not know anything bad is happening around him because he just He's just he's like he's Ross, wife he's Ross Flanders. I, think, I think she's just having another baby too or something also. He's like, I got healthy kids, I got a healthy wife. This is just uh extra hobby, you guys. Like, I don't care about this. And they're still he's still getting the bag, right? Yeah. Put me yeah. on the bench. All right, I don't care. He's won he's won championships. He's he's good. I think I'll be okay. No, not <laughs> not not so fun for you know our friend that is a Denver Broncos fan, but yeah, it's a tough one. You know. I mean, he got the basketball, you can't have everything. Uh, it, yeah. Listen, man. Sometimes it be like that, man. You can't. You can't always get both, man. You, you got your first championship as a Denver Nuggets fan. Yeah. Uh, the drawback is that you have to watch some terrible Denver Broncos football. <laughs> you see what happened with the Bears. The Bears were, were the best in 1985, and then Jordan came, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we don't know how to play football anymore." I hate when I talk to people um, from cities where their team has never won a championship. And he's like, man, your team was one of the best. I wasn't here to see that championship, bro. <laughs> what about 1985? <laughs> I was not here to see that championship, man. In my entire 30-plus years on this planet Earth, I have never seen this team win a Super Bowl. And I'm starting to think it's never going to happen for me, man. I'm just starting to feel like I'm never going to get the joy of watching this team win a Super Bowl. Uh, I, I got to see the Sox win. I got to see Blackhawks win. I, of course, got to see the Bulls win. I don't think it's going to happen for me with the Bears, man. I'm just starting to give up hope. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good list of wins you got to see, though. So Bears just don't want to do it. So they don't want you to be cold out there at Soldier Field. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> It's, you know, I've been to fun Bears games. I've I've had good moments as a Bears fan, but never, never championship, man. No, never championship. It's asking too much. Yeah, no. Uh, that, that but y'all, don't y'all got a WNBA title too, man? Get out of yeah. here! I'm tired of y'all. Chicago Sky, man. Shout out to you know. Candace Parker, man. <laughs> Candace is a fucking monster. Holy shit! Uh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna get into some year review stuff. Oh, sweet. First, uh, get a word from our sponsor. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here to tell you about BetOnline AG, the highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, 25-plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line, so odds open before the competition, the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? 
I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our our post shows, it is always from BetOnline.ag. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag. Uh, yeah. Please bet responsibly. Don't be one of those guys, man. Don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be one of those guys just trying to get all the parlays to hit. No, you don't. Have, you know you don't have the money to cover this, bro. Like, I'm saying, be careful. You here. spent all your Christmas money on parlays, big dog. You can't. Yeah, be careful, <laughs> Shane Monster. I did not know that you were a Packers fan. That that fills me with dread. Oh, I, if we get into how upset I was that the Bears basically let these guys into the NFC uh, Championship and then <laughs> proceeded to lose to them, and then they went on to win a Super Bowl that year. One of the worst years ever for me as a Bears fan. <laughs> Just co- totally disgusted with their team. Just completely, completely. Disgusted. Shame. It's a shame. Uh, could be worse. I suppose it could be, but mm-hmm. yeah. Like Maybe another city could steal your football team. Also true. Vegas uh, <laughs> just got it out for Oakland. I don't know what it is. They man. do. I don't know what the beef <laughs> is. They do not like us over here. <laughs> yeah, nah, but yeah, it, it's to the grave with me and the, and, the, and the Packers. Hate them. Yeah. Hate that team. <laughs> Never going to change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We getting into year-end stuff? Let's get into it. Uh, just want to get into some wrestling stuff. But, of course, me and my friend, constantly talk about hip-hop on this show yes what was your favorite album this year i said it 20 times on this podcast earl sweatshirt and the alchemist come on man i still play that album every single day the uh there's like a middle run it's like 27 braids to pretty much to the end that like that i play that little segment of music so often it's crazy it's just everything that I want in hip hop. Honestly, it's just like it doesn't get super complicated for me. Like a dope beat and a dope rap. That's why Earl Sweatshirt is my favorite rapper because I've described it on here. He don't do no tricks. It's like <laughs> give me the beat and I'm gonna spit and it's gonna be great. Like I'm gonna, um, it's just gonna be really great rapping and there's no, nothing, no bells and whistles around. It's just dope. And then Alchemist has been on fire. It's you legit was between. This Alchemist record and the Larry June Alchemist record. It's like Alchemist had such a crazy year that I can't do anything besides that. But Earl and Alchemist together, best album of the year for me. Oh, your sound went out. It's low. It's buzzing. The buzz. Okay. Nope. Mm -mm. Same thing. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-mm, nothing. Bum. Oh, all right. Can you, you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. It's so funny because when we were talking about urine stuff, I know my friend, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna come straight in and say the Voir Dyer album, favorite album of the year." Um, did not expect anything different. I, I really enjoyed the Fire Die album. I think it's one of the best albums this year as well. Um, I, for me, I think kind of late later this year, I think it came out in September, the Nick Grant album, if you have not heard it, oh. uh, Sunday Dinner, very good album. Um, very, mm. Probably my favorite album of the year. Um, 
Very, very, very good album, man. Like, oh, the Nick Rand is going to bring the bars. He's going to get into lyrical miracle stuff. He's got some great production on there. If you have not checked it out, Nick Rant Sunday Dinner, great album. Um, also, was a big fan of the Janelle Monet album that came out this year, Age of Pleasure. Really good album. Um, wasn't wasn't a Drake hater this year. I think that album was fine. But the second half that he dropped, the the Scary Hours three, really really good as well. And I will echo what you said with the Larry June album as well. Really good album. Yeah, some good. I, people were like, hip hop is dead, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, it's not, man. A lot of good music came out. Like Drake put out a good record this year. Like, Drake, what do you want from us? What more can yeah. we do? <laughs> I I very much agree with uh, Benny the Butcher. By the way, this was J Cole's year. Did not drop an album, oh, yeah. but yeah. every time he got on anybody's song, it was impactful. Killer run. <laughs> Killer, killer run of features this year. Insane. Man. That cult, the, the one that he spits on the Lil Yachty record, I'm like, how do you? Why, why, yeah. What? Since when? I haven't heard the Nicki one yet. Have you heard the Nicki album yet? I still haven't listened to it in entirety. Uh, I, I keep hearing the Everybody record now, uh, which that Everybody flip is funny to me. Um, just the, the fact that she went with that sample is funny, but that fits what uh, Nicki has done. It does feel like she's kind of getting back to uh, what her fan base loves about her music this feels yeah. like kind of return to form for her mm-hmm. um i haven't listened to it yet i can't say i'm like the biggest nikki fan either though right same here um i keep hearing um the same thing ace man killer mike album i keep seeing a lot of people say that's their mm-hmm. album of the year. Um, <laughs> i honestly just don't like how he raps if i'm keeping it a thousand yeah uh it's just a preference yeah, the Lloyd Banks album is another one. Appreciate mm-hmm. you, Swag Six One Nine. DNA when he was here, he was singing the praises he said of Lloyd the Banks, Banks album. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another one. I didn't get a chance to listen to the Conway and Westside album that they put out. That you can buy the physical copy, mm-hmm. um, but I am gonna check that one out too. Yeah, that one's pretty hard. I listened to that yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm like, is there anything else? No, most of it, most of my playlist is just old stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, bro, they put they put Daylight on, on on all of the DSPs. I know what you're doing. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I played Stakes and Size so many times. <laughs> yeah, it's I know crazy. what time it is. Uh, I, I'm sure Denise is, like, trying to convert you as well into, like, Swifty yes. Town. No, can't happen. Not happening? Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how long have you been doing this show with her before you realized that the title of her podcast is a Taylor Swift reference? <laughs> I found out pretty pretty soon into it, and I was like, I should not be a part of a podcast that's named after Taylor Swift. But you know, we were already deep into it; we can't change it at that point. So I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get into the actual wrestling stuff this year. Yes. Uh, breakout star of the year, I think for me, obviously LA Knight. Like, I don't think anybody had a bigger leap going from 2022 to 2023. This was LA Knight's year. The only thing he was missing was some championship gold. He had a phenomenal year, probably biggest match of his career with Roman at Crown Jewel. Um, started this year with a very, very heavily criticized match with Bray Wyatt, which we did not know would end up being Bray's last match. Um, but he came out of that program um, really, really well. I didn't, I didn't think that that would help him, but Yes, I was wrong because he came out of that with a lot of fanfare. The the crowds absolutely attached to him after that. Um, some of the funniest stuff from him in that feud of uh, doing the Bray impression. Hilarious. He came out with the, the tiny uh, ladder as well. Really funny stuff. But he had a fantastic year. Um, 
I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head that had a bigger leap from last year to this year. Yeah, I thought that that match, I was like, oh, LA Knight might not be able to recover. But yeah, very wrong. He recovered <laughs> 10 times over. Brother is over and still like every time yeah, very, anything very much happens, like it, when his music hits, people lose their minds. Dude is still over and they can still capitalize. I even thought that after losing a Roman, I was like, oh, that's probably it again. Nope. Fans yeah. still want this guy to win. It's like pretty amazing to see. And I hope he does get a big win because he deserves I mean, if you could do that, and he's been doing it for so long. If you yeah. could capitalize off of that being a veteran and not being down on like they don't they haven't cared about me for this long, like kudos and shots out to him. Um, I can't say breakout star of the year without saying number one on the BW five hundred, Brian Keith. I mean, yeah. the the way that he kind of took ROH by storm, the way that he, uh, the internet reacted to like, who is this guy? And then immediate being like, oh, this guy's awesome. He's all this. I mean, the way that he is so important to Brian Keith, Phil, to have the presentation, to have the theme, to have the poncho, to have the cowboy hat, to be the bounty hunter. It's like, I knew that if he had all that, it was going to be, just easy and so for him to have all that but then also as soon as the bell rings he's badass i'm not i don't say that he's number one for nothing like there's a reason that he was number one on the list and so for him to get these opportunities on pay-per-view last ring of honor show of the year there's more to come like brian keith gotta be yeah mm -hmm. yeah brian keith yeah uh i would also say if i didn't pick la night uh trick williams has had a phenomenal year i think trick yeah. This has been a big year for him, just like looking at how the crowds are reacting to him at NXT. He's mm -hmm. on his way. Uh, very excited to see what he does in 2024. Uh, the WWE honestly has kind of had a lot of people like, because I think of like the Creeds and how like yeah. those guys are so, oh my God, they're so over. Like people love them a lot. And even on the women's side, like Tiffany Stratton, like an NXT person, like there's a bunch of like, I think their women's rosters actually might be stronger in NXT, like the future of their women are like, it's looking kind of better and uh, uh, more diverse than I think the men's side are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, what was your favorite moment of 2023? Um, this was an interesting one because I, this was one I had to think about pretty hard. But um, honestly, kind of thinking, and people are probably going to be shocked, they're like, this guy had a WWE moment for his moment of the year. But yes. WrestleMania night one main event, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens main eventing WrestleMania in LA with a PWG logo on their tights. Like that is yeah. as a PWG young boy, as someone that watched those two guys in a little 200 venue place in LA in PWG, them telling Kevin Owens he would never even make it to WWE. You can't even be here. You're to this. You don't have the aesthetic. You don't have that. To him being one of the most over. Last year, he wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this year, he's main eventing with his best friend. And they're wearing PWG gear. And they're doing PWG spots. And they're having this great match. Like, that legit. Like, it, it was going to be hard for anybody the whole year to beat. And I don't think anybody did. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick a wwe moment as well mm -hmm. look at that uh 
It was definitely Chicago. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> come straight in. CM Punk return. Uh, no, uh, I, I think uh, Sami Zayn's turn at Royal Rumble was my favorite moment of the year. Just the execution of it. Um, just like the story and stuff they told coming into it. Uh, I just think it was perfect. The, probably yeah. the best clean cliffhanger we've seen for a pay-per-view Definitely. in a long time. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm holding the chair. Yeah, that moment yeah, was crazy. Really, just the way they handled it, even like the match and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I I think that that was probably the peak of everything they've done with the Bloodline stuff as well. Yeah. They had other good moments like uh, Jay's, Jay's turn mm-hmm. um, this year. But like when I think of just like, one of the best wrestling moments this year, I would say, was Sammy turning at Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, I think there was a couple of Sammy moments that I, I mean, I picked a Sammy moment, but like every kind of hit the beginning of the year, the run that he was on and what he was doing and how over he was, like, yo, Sam Zayn, man, he's another one. Like, he used to wear a mask on the Indies. They didn't. He he was skinny. Like, he didn't think he was going to be a WWE superstar. And these guys both rose to the fucking main event. It's crazy. Yeah, um, if I could. I don't. I don't think it was. I. It, it's tough to compete with Sammy Turney, but I would say uh, Mercedes showing up at Wrestle Kingdom as well. That was yeah. a pretty big moment. Um, Mercedes think, and Willow in the main event of a New Japan show. That was pretty up there for me too. Yeah, uh, I would say uh, I wish that you know we got like more ramifications from it and it lasted longer. But the the elite reunion right before uh, Blood and Guts was really good as well. Hangman's and, promo that he cut during it was fire mm-hmm. um yeah take me back bro take me back brian danielson a uh, final countdown at uh all out that just personally <sighs> being able to experience that oh my god mm. in the united center yeah that Ooh. was pretty pretty was pretty fire. big moment pretty hype that was uh, fire i gotta uh, go watch that again i forgot about that that shit brought me chills <laughs> yeah that was yeah that was awesome. being there in person that was awesome man uh, the uh, da, 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 uh, promo of the year. Promo of the year is interesting. Um, I had to. This is the one where I had to actually. This one was hard. Do some research <laughs> on this one and like listen to a bunch of promos. Um, I, it's very hard to choose, but I'm going to say just in terms of what it did for his career moving forward, how I feel like it was the like a breakout moment for him this year. I would say it's worth promo uh, to start the the feud with the uh, hangman i think that was a uh, september 6th episode of dynamite mm-hmm. um probably probably one of the best promos we've ever seen swerve cut um he's cut a, a few of them this year actually like the, mm-hmm. the backstage promos he's been cutting have been really good i feel like the other promo he cut with hangman where he um he asked him what is a buckshot to a kill shot mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i would say the first promo specifically was probably the best promo of the year we did uh, these lists separately you guys we don't know anything about anything i don't know what his list is and he doesn't know what my list was my pick was uh swerve breaking into hangman's house just because i think the feud was going so well everything was clicking so well but i think that moment just added some little layer to swerve's character that was gonna be the catalyst to their texas death match happening I think that like they needed that moment for Hangman to get the fire and for Swerve to show. Both of them kind of showed we'll do anything in the world to kind of burn the other person. And I think that just what that did, him talking to Hangman's baby in the crib, like that sinister shit just hit pretty hard for me, honestly. Yeah, close second. I had um uh, I had a few Brian ones. Brian has been yeah on fire as a promo guy this year. <clears throat> um, but the promo he cut in the desert, 
um, to challenge Okada. Oh yeah, that was definitely one of the best promos this year. Man. I the he the promo he cut um, with uh, Blackpool Complex Club when he's um, backstage where he was saying, "How arrogant is it to call you the best there is and the best there ever be?" I'll <laughs> never say that to you because that's what makes us different than the elite. We want to make people better. I am the best in the world, but someday somebody will be better than me. This little shit, Wheeler Yuta, he will eventually be better than me. That was another one of those. Brian's had a phenomenal year as a promo guy. I just I cannot say this enough. He's had a That's phenomenal so year. That's so crazy that you say that because I existed in a time when they didn't want Brian Danielson to talk. Like I used to watch this guy 20 years ago and they were like, he's not a promo guy, but he has been for a really long time. Like he has... Anytime it's time to be passionate, anytime it's really time to burn it down, he's going to do it. The promos leading into the uh, the Iron Man match and him just like yeah. showing that he'll do anything in the world to beat this guy. Like Brian quietly had one of the best promo years he's had ever, honestly. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like this is probably his best year as a talker. In my it's crazy. Um, <laughs> I, on, on that topic, I think Max had a really good promo in the build up to the Iron Man match as well. Yeah, I think the promo when he uh, he first talked about his uh, his fiance leaving him and he got into why the belt means this much to him because this is all I have. And meanwhile, Brian, you have everything that I want and you squander it. I felt like that was a fire promo mm -hmm. as well. Um, <laughs> very chaotic promo. I think people are probably divisive on it but i feel like that was one of max's best promos this year uh I'm trying to think of any other ones off the top of my head um i rewatched some of the cody ones from wrestlemania mm -hmm. cody was cody was getting his shit off in, in the lead up to wrestlemania um, Definitely. he he's got a really good one there's a really good becky lynch one like right after wrestlemania season going into night of champions with trish uh the one where she brings up the barking like a dog and oh she yeah, yeah she has a really good line towards the end where she's just like i've had i've had a career that you can only dream of meanwhile you've done things that would give me nightmares <laughs> great line closing the promo with welcome to the big time bitch woof woof mm -hmm. fire mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah becky was lighting them up becky is uh not for nothing one of the best uh talkers that they have in the whole company too so yeah. that's one of these like that's why the 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 what she gonna do signing thing is so interesting because like she checks all the boxes so i'm sure they're gonna be like you can't go anywhere here's five gazillion dollars <laughs> uh, uh feud of the year i feel like we're kind of ag gonna agree on this one yeah <laughs> but what do you think yeah you know what time it is swerve and hangman is the feud of the year i think for me just because i think what it did for both guys at the time was perfect. Hangman was coming off of doing this list. I was looking back on kind of what the elite did. Uh, the list I did with Denise too. thinking back about the blood and guts match and like how nothing came out of that. It's kind of crazy to like, you know what I mean? When you really break it down of like, what was that? Like Abushi, like everything Takeshita's like, it's so it's so unfortunate because it like, like you said, it was the elite reunion. It was all these things kind of attached to it. So coming out of that hangman was in this, like the young bucks are over here doing this thing. Kenny was over here with Jericho or whatever he was doing. And hangman was just kind of in a gray space, not anywhere. And I think he needed this view just as much as swerve did because swerve came in of like, I'm the ne guy next up. 
but I haven't had the opportunity to, to beat one of the top guys. And so like, it was just the combustible element with the both of them together and the two matches and what came out of it. I think like you can't for a few that two guys needed to really get over at the point. I think this was it. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the Blackpool combat club feud with the elite going in. I thought they had a lot of really good stuff going in. We got that great mock steel, mock steel cage match with Omega. But I agree that it just didn't really lead to anything for either, crazy. either guy. It just feels like it, it, it's a thing that just happened and we just completely <laughs> moved on from it. Um, How do you move on from a Bushi coming in? You know what it, I mean? It, like what? Like the leader not together anymore. Like they, they just got back together this year and they're not together anymore. It just, all this stuff happened so fast, but um, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's gotta be hangman versus square for a few mm-hmm. of the year. I don't think anything else really came close. I think that was, far and away the best feud in terms of not just the segments, the promos, what it did for Swerve as a up-and-coming main eventer, um, presenting him as somebody that can hold his own in-ring, but also can cut fire promos, can mm-hmm. carry segments on his own. Um, and I feel like it brought Hangman back into a place where we're more interested in him as a singles wrestler again. Exactly. Um, and both of the matches were incredible. Uh, of course, Texas Death Match, one of the best matches this year. Crazy. Um, I feel like that's shoot of the year. The only thing that I think is possibly close is probably uh, Omega Osprey, but I still feel like Hangman Swerve is just a little bit better in terms. Yeah, of the just because they have more meat on the bones. That's that's it. Like I feel yeah. if Osprey and Omega got more time to cook, they would have. But like they just got more time with Hangman and Swerve. Yeah, I feel like the story is better with Hangman and Swerve. Either. I, mm-hmm. And I, I also like that we're going to go back to it at some point next year because right. we kind of have to. I, yeah. I don't see this ending anytime it soon. It wasn't over after the Texas death match for sure. Yeah, and I, I love all the stuff they've done with Hangman since the match, like the match they had on Dynamite where all the people with the Swerve signs in a, sta- in, in, in a stadium and he just was looking at it and it just – there's so much more they can do with this feud. Um, very excited to see what they do going forward. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, tag team of the year. I had to really think on this, this one. one. Like, <laughs> I had to oh really. God, I still change my answer while we do it because yeah. I racked my brain, Phil. Yeah, I I had to really think about it. Um, but I think it's Sammy and KO. I think in terms of like being one of the first tag teams ever to main event WrestleMania, getting yeah. that big win there. Um, they were having some great matches on Raw, main eventing Raw. Um, just what this year meant for both of those two guys. Um, I feel like it kind of has to be them. Um, yeah. I was close to saying FDR because FDR did have a very good year as well. Um, those first few weeks of collision, they were kind of carrying that show on their back, having great matches, um, had a great, great feud with Bullet Club Gold, had the good matches coming out of that. But I just feel like in terms of significance and what this year meant for Sammy and KO, I feel like it has to be them. Yeah, this is another one that we're going to agree on. That's where I kind of landed. I was like, I don't know if like time, because they weren't together like the whole year. There's parts yeah. of it that were split apart, different brands and stuff. But I like the times that they were together and like, yeah, my favorite moment of the year, those milestones, watching these guys in 2005 and in 2023, they're doing this like it's I can't put anybody above them. They like nobody ever thought either one of them would do this and they did it and they're still pretty much exactly those guys that they were in 2005 so it's like yeah tag team of the year ko and sammy yeah um i've seen people in the in our chat saying abc abc also had a pretty good year abc was my number two 
Yeah, uh, all the opens, another one, had a pretty mm-hmm. good year. They've had some solid matches this year. But, unfortunately, injuries kind of stopped them from being my pick. Because um, they did have good matches, but it just like it just kept being stop-start. Um, I think if, if uh, they didn't have the injuries, I mean, and really when you think about it, um, somebody that could have been in the uh, conversation for breakout star as well is Fletcher. Fletcher's had a oh, fantastic totally. year mm-hmm. um, winning the uh, television title this year. Just how he's emerged as a singles wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, he could he could absolutely be in a conversation for breakout star. Uh, an honorable mention for my tag team of the year was Commander and Vikingo too, just because anytime like I get excited when they announce the match, like it don't even have to be the match. They show the graphic of Commander and Vikingo versus somebody, and I'm like, here we go, you know what I mean? So, and then the match is always bonkers. I they were it was really close to me putting them on just because of the way they make me feel as a wrestling fan, like. It's, that's hard to when you've been watching wrestling for so long, Phil. Like that feeling is hard to just come by. So they give me that feeling. Yeah, uh, Ace Man, uh ABC is uh, Chris Bay and Ace Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, MK Ultra is another one. Had a great year. Oh yeah, they, they were almost team. on the list too. They, just they because of what everywhere. they do. Everywhere have people thirsting of them on, on mm-hmm. timeline, of course, <laughs> having the fire matches. Um, yeah, MK. I just like great. anybody that uh, they add prestige to the championships. Like, yeah, they're doing a lot of extracurriculars, but at the core of it, they're just fucking bringing these championships up to the prominence that they should be. Like, you shouldn't be able to beat Masha or Killer Kelly. They're awesome. They're gonna kick your ass. Yep. Uh, I think this is well. I'll say this first. Male wrestler of the year. Because I think we're going to agree on women's wrestler of the year. Male wrestler of the year. Who did you have? My male wrestler of the year, we already talked about it. There's no way in the world that I could not give this award to the man from Aberdeen, Washington, Brian Danielson. Listen, this guy's resume is insane. He One, he wrestled Okada this year. I could just say that and be like, all right, we're done here. He wrestled Okada, a dream match that people have had for multi years he wrestled another dream match against Zack Sabre Jr. that hella people had on their list you can go through just the continental you could be like just the continental classic just talk about that he's the rest of the year no he's wrestled Bandito he's wrestled Takeshita like he's done so many amazing matches that it's hard to deny the 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 thing that he brings to this the Eddie Kingston match in the continental classic I think shows how important of a wrestler Brian Danielson is. Nobody can elicit emotion like this guy can in a match. Like it's crazy that they got this guy. He still like he's on his lap. Like he's about to be done. He's close to retirement, but he's still like better than everybody, like by far. And he does it so effortlessly. And all the matches are different. And I hate him sometimes because he does sales that drive me crazy and i really think they're real (laughs) i just think and the promos added in everything all of that knowing that he was out for a few months and he's been wrestling with a broken orbital bone like come on man brian danson the greatest professional wrestler of our generation and i don't have to just say that anymore he still showing it after all these years 2023 and he's still the best in the world is like how dude that's crazy he was gone they told him he couldn't wrestle again, and he's back, and he's the best wrestler of the year. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, he's had a phenomenal match. I mean, like those matches leading up to the Iron Man match where he's just having great matches every week. Um, like you the said, Roosh wrestling. match? Oh, my God. Come on, bro. That shit yeah. was crazy. 
like you said, wrestling, Okada, the MJF match at Revolution, the Zack Sabre Jr. match that was <laughs> just crazy. He's had so many really good matches this year. Uh, totally understand your pick, but I feel like it's Will Ospreay. Uh, in terms of like what he's done, not just in yeah. New Japan, had a great run with that company, had the great run in the G1, gave Kenta one of the best matches I've seen Kenta have in years, uh, had the great match with Naito, um, and then it's gone to Impact and had fire matches, has gone to all these other companies, Rev Pro, Indie, Pro, indie Wrestlers, uh, going to AEW, had the Kenny match, had the Jericho match at All In. Um, yeah. I feel like it's 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 Will Ospreay, man. Will Ospreay has been amazing this year. Um, I don't know if anybody's had the year that this guy's had resume wise. Like, there's some that are like hard to argue, and I think Will Ospreay is that. Will Ospreay is a creator wrestler, and everything is up to a hundred. Like that's yeah. like he is he is what when I used to. When I in 1999, when I used to dream about what wrestling would become and what I wanted it to be, Will Ospreay is doing exactly that. Like he, the way he works, he still does high flying. His strikes are insane, but the storytelling he does in every match, he makes every story different with every opponent. He adds in different elements to all of his matches. Like the both of the Kenny Omega matches, the Mike Bailey match that he had. Like, dude, how do you? do five seven star matches with different wrestlers and they're all different matches yet it's like osprey was definitely like it's like if i would have said osprey it wouldn't have been you know that big of a difference just because the things that he's done this year are incredible and he signed AEW now so we get to see we didn't even get to him and brian match this year that's coming soon I hope. hopefully so uh, yeah, I'm trying to think other people like, of course, Gunther's had a great year. Gunther's up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Big milestone, uh, breaking Honky Tonk Man's record. Um, and he's had a bunch of great television matches, had a few with Gable, of course. Um, Best wrestler in WWE by far, I'd say. Yeah, had the, has the Miz match that uh, <laughs> impressed some folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's had a phenomenal year. I would say also in terms of matches, in terms of like, uh, big moments. MJF's got to be in the conversation. Oh, yeah. Well. He's had some incredible matches this year, incredible pay-per-view matches. I was a big fan of the Pillars match. I felt like that was one of my favorite matches on that card. Mm-hmm. Of course, like we said, the Iron Man match, one of the Iron best Man Iron Man matches insane. I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the Omega match this year was also oh, really, the really good. match, that was fire. Yeah, uh, he's got to be in the conversation, I feel like. Um, Max is definitely in the conversation. I think this wasn't as a strong a promo year as he's had, but I think that he's made up for it with the work and in-ring. And the stories have sometimes been like, all right. But, like, I think that the in-ring work has, like, made up for it. Yeah. Great year. The yeah. Ironman match I still think about. Like, I watched an uh, our Brian Danielson match, and Max kept up with them the whole fucking time. Like, yo, that shit was heat. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've seen somebody in the chat said Dragonoff. Dragonoff's another one. Had a He's great a, year. Yep, definitely. Um, Orange Cassidy is another one. Had he can't be con- Dragonoff can't be considered breakout star, right? Mm, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, I mean, it's a little too much. Too many years in the game at this point. I think. I mean, in terms of like to like a, a larger to the audience, masses, maybe. yeah, yeah. But like, if you're an indie wrestling fan, like you yeah, know, I mean, even if you watched NXT UK and some stuff before that, yeah. 
mm-hmm. maybe to like a broader audience that only watches WWE. Right. Maybe. But yeah. even like that audience, not everybody in the audience watches NXT. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He ain't broke out yet. Yeah. It's a fine line over there. <laughs> yeah. But he did have a really, really good year. Great right? year. Uh, <laughs> Women's Wrestler of the Year. And why is it Dana? Well, let me give my reasons why Athena is the Wrestler of the Year while you give yours. Um, as someone who reviews Ring of Honor on a weekly basis, she carried that show for the entire year. She um, had the best story on the entire program. She had the, when it was time to go, she main evented with Willow. That was crazy. She uh, got Billy Starks to prominence. She, while I think improving as a wrestler also, like she was great coming into this, but like now her veteran instincts, the way that she works a match, her spacing, her timing, um, everything, her presentation, her character, her gear, another level. Like, and it's like she had such a great year, and she didn't. And the like, if you look at her resume of opponents, it wasn't like the greatest list of opponents you could get because a lot of it was happened on Ring of Honor. Some of them were enhancement talent. Some of these are things, but like, if she was against everybody, she'd be even more the wrestler of the year. So the fact that she is the women's wrestler of the year doing it on honor club and a brand that not even a lot of people sees shows so much more to me, like Athena far and away. I can't like, I can't say anybody else. Can't even think of anybody else. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's really close. I think it's Athena. Um, I mean, if anybody wants to argue the importance of her world title run, not just the longest reigning ring of honor, women's world champion, they had to make another belt. because this woman just won't lose um, another one? Yeah, Roman uh, Reigns. What she, what she has done for women's wrestling for Ring of Honor, I think, is just historic, man. Like because Ring of Honor just it there was no lane like this for women in Ring of Honor. Like yeah, it was starting to get there, um, but just like what she's done, she just kicked it in the high gear. Um, she has carried that show on her back. The way I feel like the first year of Ring of Honor, um, that was really FDR. And mm-hmm. the Briscoes being mm-hmm. like the si- signature feud for the entire year. I feel like Athena versus Willow did that this year. And yep. then she turned around and gave us an even Another bigger one. story with the Billy stuff. Uh, like main eventing two Ring of Honor pay-per-views this year as a woman. Just still just historic stuff. I don't I, I don't think it's particularly close. The only person I could think of that I would, I would say there's an argument for Tam as well. Tam was the first woman since i think 2017 to hold the world and wonder of stardom championship consecutively um uh you could put Rhea in a conversation as well but i still mm. think it's athena by far like i don't <laughs> i guess like uh, if, if we're not talking about just like if the matches don't have to do with it then Rhea's up there but like i don't yeah. like she just didn't work enough but like as far as star power she built her star power up she's one of the most over people in the whole company men or women so yeah had one of the best matches of the year as well with charlotte wrestlemania 1000 percent. that match was awesome yeah, but I, I think it's far and away, Athena. I expected yeah, to come in, in here and agree with you on this. This was yeah. one of them where I was like, I don't really see. That was the first one I put down. I was like, oh, yeah, Athena's in that one. I don't even have to think about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well-deserved. Really, really great year for her. Um, it seems like they're building up more stuff with Billy based off of last week and this week's episode of Ring of Honor. Um, very, very excited to see her come back to AEW's main show. I feel like it's time. I, I don't know when they... 
pull the trigger on that, but I feel like it's got to happen soon. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about our future. Yeah. Uh, match of the year. What do you got? Match of the year, Phil. Match of the year. <laughs> match of the year, David. Match of the year. <laughs> um, This one was tough. I thought of maybe taking on the task that I did for the list with Denise of like, maybe I'll just pick a match of a show that I was at, make it a little easier, but I couldn't, man. Um, it, it came down to which one of the Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega's matches do you want to have as the number one? I picked the Forbidden Door match because legit for one spot. It's been bastardized since it happened, but that one-winged angel kick out, like the way that I, the feeling that I had on that kick out and at that moment in my room watching it on my TV, like I want to bottle it up and just drink it anytime that I want. The feeling that that gave me two of the best wrestlers in the world face-to-face in this rematch, blood feud, they're killing each other. They're doing all the craziest spots. Some of the spots, I'm like, you guys relax, please. We don't need it. This must entertainment. But, like, just the culmination of all that, Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, Forbidden Door, I think it was just the perfect climate of wrestling. Like, you can't get a better moment than that. They're in Canada. Like, it's like, this is it. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah, that atmosphere, the Tiger Driver, of course. Come on, the Tiger Driver. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the sake of being different, I think I'm going to pick the Wrestle Kingdom match because mm -hmm. just like the entrance, Kenny Omega coming back to Japan for the first time in a big way, getting the big Sephiroth entrance, um, Osprey coming out to elevate it again, mm. um, and then they proceeded to have one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the crazy table spot <laughs> with Omega where he's looking through the table. Uh, just all the other stuff they did on the apron. Just, they gave it up. One of the, one of the best matches I've ever seen bar none. Um, like, I don't, I don't think it was going to be hard to tell that it was going to be one of those. Ospreay it matches. had to and, be. Yeah. You could have picked, <laughs> you, you picked either one of those matches. You could have picked one of Osprey's matches elsewhere. You could have probably picked the, the Alexander match he had as well. Mm -hmm. The, the Zack Sabre match he had at Ref Pro. Which was also really good. His resume is sick, dude. Yeah, Osprey was going nuts this year, man. Um, but I mean, for me, I think the Russell Kingdom match is just a little bit better. Um, I think in terms yeah. of moments, um, you probably got more of those in the second match. But I think, mm -hmm. like in terms of just like a straightforward match and everything I wanted out of it, I would go for the Russell Kingdom match. It felt like a big Wrestle Kingdom match. Yeah. Like all the elements you need. These are two of the best guy gens in the company's history. Like this is everything about it. It was like um the perfect elements. Yeah, it was pretty much between those two matches. What do you like? What do you prefer? They're both fucking classics. Which do you like more? And like that little that one second kick out got it for me. But I understand why either one of these matches could be the one for you. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of one A and one B. It just <laughs> really mm -hmm. give it. Uh, I mean, for me, other than that, I would say the Iron Man match as well is probably one of the yeah. best matches this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we mentioned the tag match from night one of WrestleMania. That was one of the best matches I've seen this year. The Charlotte mm -hmm. Rhea match as well. Uh, Willow and Athena from Willow Death Before Dishonor was, was also. Really, really good match. Um, uh, for atmosphere, shout out to my big homie, the big homie and Miro, the meat match. Yeah, like, that yeah. was some, you know what I mean? Like, I put that on my list just because, like, you don't get atmosphere like that in a lot of shows. And just like 
everybody having a great time watching a wrestling match, the two wrestlers having the best time, like that one's up there for me too. Yeah, uh, just how long this year was. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Vikingo on Dynamite was this year. <laughs> and that match was crazy. Like I completely forgot when I was Damn. looking through matches. That match was this year. That uh, was. Uh, yeah. Really, really good match as well. I wow, would, I, like because Vikingo feels like he's a he's one of the AEW's fucking main guys now. But that remember that when they announced that people were like, "Who? Who's this guy? Why is he getting a match?" And now he's like, "It's Vikingo." What do you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say, um, uh, trying to think of any other ones I missed. Um, I mentioned the Zack Saber match with Brian at Russell mm-hmm. Dream earlier. That one is another yeah. one of my favorite matches this year. Swerve um, and Hank, both Swerve and Hangman matches. Yeah, Texas Death Match, of the course. Rest, Wrestle Dream match is really dope, straightforward match. And then, yeah, the Texas Death Match was disgusting and took me through a roller coaster of emotions, too. Yeah, Texas Death Match for me, yeah, definitely high up there for me. Uh, and before Mercedes got injured, her and Willow, just the atmosphere, just being there, the yeah. monumental moment, I put that up there even with the unfortunate ending. Yeah, the, the, the Kyrie match is up there as well. Uh, Kyrie match is tight. Kyrie and yeah, match. that triple threat match, man. See, before I'm ready. When's she coming? Where's she at? <laughs> yeah, she got it. She got to get back out here, man. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> get to the grabs, man. Right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other ones off the top of my head, but mm. well, I'm mean, gonna name a bunch of them. Um, yeah. Pay per view of the year. Um, this was tough for me. Very tough because I feel like uh, AW had a streak of very good pay per views. I think. You could have picked one from Forbidden Door on, and it's not necessarily wrong. Um, I know a lot of people are probably going to say Night One of WrestleMania as well. Really strong. WrestleMania as a whole, probably probably one of the best WrestleManias in a long time if they got that finish to Night Two right. <laughs> um, yeah, Night One was one of my favorites that I had watched in a couple years. So, I mean, yeah, Night yeah. Two, they could have had a monumental double, but the ending of Night Two just sour taste still <laughs> yeah yeah uh backlash is probably up there for a lot of people in terms of atmosphere and like the uh bad well, we got to put that as moments too that bad money entrance like yeah that is yeah. crazy that's yeah. insane not for nothing damian priest is another one had an incredible year mm-hmm. um i feel like he's in that conversation for breakout guys as well yeah totally. um but my pick was wrestle dream wrestle dream was my favorite pay-per-view this year um had the swerve match on it had the Zack Sabre match that I really feel like that was one of my favorite Brian matches this year. Um, <laughs> it just was a lot on that show. I, that was my favorite show this year uh, is Wrestle Dream. Pay-per-view event of the year, Righteous Reg, Wrestle Dream. I was there, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I traveled down to um, – that was one of those. Should I go to this show? It's in the West – it's on the West Coast. Like, the flight's not that crazy. Well, end up getting the flight, end up going to the show just because they had announced Zack Sabre and Brian Danielson. It's like, I can't miss that. It's been so, like, they've been talking about this match for so long. I know it's going to be insane. To go there and to see the match, some wrestlers you have to experience in the arena, I say this all the time, Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., the match was amazing on tape. Like, it's great. Everybody, you know, you see it. But seeing it up close, hearing it, all that, all the elements are like you just have to experience that and then the swerve and um hangman page one i thought was really awesome uh your homie adam copeland showed up at the end i thought all the elements and everything kind of attached to that seattle was on fire like that show was so much fun amazing ending we also got eddie kingston versus shibato in that car (sighs) 
Uh, that was kind of Julia mm. Hart's moment as well against Statlander yeah. on that card. One mm-hmm. of the better uh, women's pay-per-view matches from AEW this year. Yeah. Uh, even at, like the tag match for the number one contender spot was also good. Um, yeah, just all around a great show. I mean, you could have picked, picked like All Out as well. I feel like All Out uh, over delivered. Um, all In is, was very good. I really enjoyed Forbidden Door as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think far and away, Russell Dream was probably Russell my Dream. favorite AEW pay per view this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with Shane Monster. All Star Queendom is up there with, for me as well um, to start him show. That was, I believe, that's. Uh, that's uh, Mercedes' last stardom show before she came to the States and started doing the New Japan Strong stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the show where she had the match with Mayu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also had Sayaka Matani versus Mia, Mina, Mina Shurakawa on that show. You had uh, Shuri versus uh, uh, Hashimoto on that show, which was very good. Uh, Julia versus Tam Nakano was the main event. Um what else was on that card? Very, very good show. I think that was one of the top shows this year. Um, it's been a strong year of wrestling, honestly. Uh, Sakura Genesis is another one up there for me. The New <laughs> Japan. At, the, at that point, I was like, nah, New Japan's back. Um, right. That was a show where we got the triple threat with uh, Mercedes, with uh, Sumi and Hazuki. Yep. Uh, that's where uh, that's where Sonata won the championship. He had the match with Okada. Um <laughs> Yeah, very strong show as well. I'm trying to think other shows. Um, that Impact show with the uh, the Mike Bailey and Will Ospreay was it Slammiversary? I think it was Slammiversary. Um, they had a really strong one too. I think Impact has had a couple of strong shows. It's been like, yeah, across the board. Honestly, like no one, everybody's trying to cook some crazy shit, and and it's really exciting. It's been like there's been stuff I forgot about that is amazing. So yeah. yeah. I I did not expect to come in here and both of us say Russell Dream. Um, but yeah, Russell Dream was my favorite show this year. Um, I feel like there are so many other shows that you could have picked, but just for my taste, Russell Dream. Yeah, I mean, show. being like, I that's another one where I was like, okay, I am going to pick one that I was at live just because atmospheres feel different. And that show was so much fun and just what was attached to it. And it's funny because like that wasn't, that was one of those shows that like happened really quickly and people were like, what's going on? Why are they doing this uh, time and all this? But it ended up like exceeding expectations so highly that I hope it becomes a yearly thing just because like, yo, if you're giving us that kind of presentation with those kind of matches, like I'm all in. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. When I'm really thinking about Sakura Genesis, there was a lot of fire on the card because. Um, but I think that was the show with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus uh, Shota Umino. That was also mm-hmm. on that card. Um, we got uh, Bishaman versus Ozzy Open on that card. Uh, Hiromu versus Robbie Eagles was on that card as well. Yeah, Sakura Genesis is yeah, definitely one of my favorites this year as well. Um, like I said, Russell, uh, WrestleMania was also very good this year. Yeah, I feel like Backlash was great. Um, I think of any other ones. Um, I don't think Ring of Honor missed this year in terms of paper. Oh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, we got to give it up to Ring of Honor. The Super Card of Honor show was super fired. That initial Commander and Vikingo blew my fucking brains. A couple of the um, endings on that weren't the best, but I thought that as a whole, that show was really great. We had the Mark Briscoe moment. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. We haven't talked about Samoa Joe this whole time, but he has to be on one of these things. Like the things that he did to 
kind of come up to this culmination of what's going to happen tonight. I guess we're going to talk about him soon, but like to kind of get from where he was at the beginning of the year to where he is now is like, yo, Samoa Joe had a hell of a year. Yeah, yeah. He had a really, really good year as well. Um, yeah, that is, uh, I think that is all of them. That is our year in review. I'm sure people will let us know uh, in the comments things that they disagree with, things that they agree with us on. I didn't expect us to be as agreeable. Uh, that is a component <laughs> of the show. I'm sure Will would have came in here with takes that we both were like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> and he'd just be remembering shit different that i can't that's just yeah of course he would have brought up something that happened this year and i'm like i would have been like wait a minute that was in 2023 um he's like yeah it was on may 17th uh, 2023 at the exact moment and everything time and and date and everything um yeah because i I thought that when uh they had they they started showing that clip of um gg getting kicked through the door for uh Mm -hmm. ding dong hello and i was like that was this year that was this year yeah, J.C. Jane turned on her this year. I was like, that was oh in my God, really? <laughs> that was this year. That was like five years ago. Yo, time is fucked up. Yeah. Mm. Let's get into a few Super Chats before we move on to our World's End uh, preview. Uh, Mike T90K says, I wish AEW would treat Double or Nothing like a Royal Rumble. Big fan of the Casino Battle Royal matches, especially with the surprise Joker. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of like they're... That's a fun concept. I feel like it's like it, it, it essentially is their Royal Rumble because I right. feel like at this point, All Out is kind of it was kind of their WrestleMania, but All In is kind of usurped it in terms of like size and like yeah. presentation. Now it's good. All In's going to have to be at this point. Yeah, All In's pretty much their WrestleMania. So yeah, I feel like that's pretty that's pretty apt. That's an apt comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Town Spurs says, "I am a Megan Baniac." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, she's. Man, grown leaps and bounds, man. Very excited for her to come back to the U.S. and see and for more fans to see just how much she's grown as a performer. Where's she going to be at when she come, you think? I don't know. I feel like you got to put her on main AW show. I don't – I mean, yeah, you could possibly put her on Ring of Honor, but I would put her on Dynamite. I mean, shit, her and Athena might cook, big dog. I don't know. Yeah, I mean – I don't know. You think she could And that might up? be a good place to kind of kickstart her little thing in Ring of Honor. You think she's going to be the one that beats Athena? I don't know. You convinced me of Deanna the other day. Yeah, I kind of think it's Deanna. Well. <laughs> like, you got me uh, good with that. I'm like, I think that might be it. I think, think it might be the move. Uh, Koi Stalling says, Reg, our teams go at it tonight, but I'm going to be locked in to World's End. Yeah, good luck for my team. <laughs> Maverick's gonna come and Luca's gonna come and dance all over our faces at this point. Yeah, uh, I felt bad that uh <laughs> that video of uh Steph and Clay sitting looking looking distraught after that loss and they were sitting there for a while. Steph mm-hmm. had the talent in his head and he was just like I was just like, Yeah, watching these two get old is just wild, man. <sighs> it's sad, man. It's like four championships, but like, damn, you still want him to, because you know Steph can still do it, though. That's what like drives me crazy, yeah. I think, about it. But, you know, there's time. Uh, Steph the Writer says, can we talk about how fun it is to have Stokely back on commentary? Man, every time he's on TV, I'm like, why is he not on TV more? Honestly. He's just so funny, man. He's so funny on commentary. The backstage segments they're doing, I think the stuff they're doing with Statlander is intriguing. And he just... He's just great, man. They've got to find a way to have this guy consistently on TV. Yeah, Phil, every time he does anything, I'm so locked in. It's like, what is going on here? Why hasn't this been executed? But 
I don't know. Wrestling is wrestling. Tyrone Kidd gives us the best compliment of the day here, saying, this place is the barbershop of wrestling. Love it. Yeah, that's pretty. That's the vibe, pretty much. That's like kind of <laughs> what we set out to do is like not non-toxic barbershop talk because boy you got i don't know some of y'all don't know it'd be crazy in the barbershop i haven't been there in a long time that's funny my mom was just asking me but because i was i said oh i'm gonna give myself a shave or whatever why don't you go to the barbershop like i haven't been to the barbershop in so long i just i don't even know that culture anymore yeah uh yeah i haven't (laughs) been in a barbershop in a long long time (laughs) Isn't it a wild culture in there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember I used to go, I was young, dude. I'm like 12 and like hearing the older guys get into their shit. It's like, yo, I'm a kid over here, you guys. I don't think you should be saying all that. Uh, Sal Cruz says, I hope you guys have a great new year. Big thank you for you guys being on here every week, entertaining and distracting us from this crazy world. You guys are distracting us too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Uh, Shytown Spurs says, I'm having people over for World's End. That's awesome. What should I do for food? I've done pizza and wings the last few times, but want to shake it up. What's some good uh, wrestling party uh, food, Phil? Yeah, pizza and wings is so easy. It's so easy. It just hits every time. It's really hard not to hit. Because uh, that's tacos? everybody can just because even tacos, you got to like make like the pizza and the wings you just grab it and you're out of there yeah and everybody loves pizza and wings i'd probably just do pizza and wings again can't fail unless you're gonna get into it then like i don't know that's a lot uh steven marcuzzi says phil when you're tampa try oh when you're in tampa try shake a shake shack a shell shack shell shack starks will be a star for wwe soon (laughs) yeah i could see uh Ricky making a jump as well. Uh, oh, yeah, because you're going to uh, Royal Rumble. Big Tampa. Going to Royal Rumble. Yeah. Good luck out there in Florida. When is that? Uh, January 28th. Oh, it's like a month from now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Bergoff says, happy Graps today and happy new year, folks. Great year of Graps. Great year for Grapsity. Appreciate the content. Y'all helped me through some shit. No, you've helped us a lot supporting, showing up, and being cool. We really appreciate you. Uh, well, Chisholm, our homie with a very generous super chat, says, can I ask you guys if it's true that WWE does something that's with stardom? I think it would help uh, some of the WWE women's, but my dream is damage control pull up at a show, but with EO music, my moment of the year is Cody rapping Tupac. You're disgusting, Will Chisholm. I hate it, and I don't want it. <laughs> but yeah, Phil, we got the news this week. Was it news? I don't know. Was it official? I don't know where it was, but that WWE is interested in working with Stardom, or is it other way around? What 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 is it? Um, yeah, there there was this report, but I I'm not buying it. Remember when they were talking about doing that partnership with with New Japan a few years ago because they mm-hmm. were trying to entice Brian back? It feels kind of similar. Where like that, like, like ah, but says yeah, you can still do that Stardom thing. Come on, just come back. They're one of our partners. Don't worry. Yeah, we got this. It, this feels very similar. I I don't know how true it is. I'm not really buying it. Um. Yeah, of course, with like the all Japan thing, like there's a tangible thing. Uh, we got the news that uh, Regal Sun will be the guy that they're they're sending over. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, that's official. I I'm not sure if I buy the starting thing. 
if it was real and there was going to be like this talent exchange and you're going to send some of these NXT or even main roster women over there, I'm all in. But if you're mm-hmm. just going to buy them and then bring all the talent over to your thing, leave us alone, dude. <laughs> yeah, not it. <laughs> Will Chisholm says, uh, I got to ask Cody, been in WWE almost two years since day one. People keep saying fans are going to turn on him. The fans love Cody so much. Yeah, that was a thing. People were saying that they think uh, eventually people were going to turn on Cody, and they have not. He, he's arguably more popular than he's ever been. And really, I don't think it's arguably. He's more popular than he's yeah. ever been. <laughs> I, I wouldn't argue that. I think it is. Um, and then Kazai86 says, me using my inner Roddy voice, righteous Reg. Hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> Adam! <laughs> That is yeah. all of our super chats for now. Appreciate you guys. It's been a lot of super chats today. Y'all are great. Great way, great way to end the year. Yep. Let me check and see if we have any humper chats. Then we're gonna jump into the pay per view tonight. Long uh, ass card. <laughs> uh, let's see, we got a few uh, from Baba. Uh, Happy New Year to you guys uh, who bring friendship and keen and keen analysts. Keen analysis. <laughs> and I was about to say Keen and Ivy Reigns. I was like, I don't think yeah, we bring Keen and Ivy Reigns in uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad, Baba. Uh happy he said, Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, who bring friendship and keen analysis into our living rooms every Saturday. Uh a little love for the Catra Mean album. I have not heard that album, but I oh, I out. want to see. There's a lot of albums. Like I, I forgot about the Nick Grant album. I need to listen to that. I'm like, damn. The, I man, need to do you, my thing. Nick, the Nick Grant album is very good. Like um, I've liked so many of his projects. I'm not surprised about that. Yeah, it's it's very good. Highly mm-hmm. recommended. Um, from Tyrone Kitty says, uh, "Wishing you guys a great 2024. You guys are great, and it's nice having barbershop talk on Saturdays." <laughs> One more fun question. Uh, list season order of your favorite. Last Dragon, uh, Fresh. Meteor Man and Life. Also, best okay. feud match of the year is Swerve, Swerve and Lee. <laughs> um, oh, get off! <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, he said, "Last Dragon, Meteor Man, Fresh and Life." Okay. Mm-hmm. I Life is first for me. Yeah, it is. Um, life, Meteor Man, Fresh, and what was the other one? Last Dragon. Last year, yeah, last year gonna be last for me. People are probably not gonna like that. Uh, last dragon <laughs> is second for me, just in terms of like cultural. Like, listen, man, Trinity has based her entire gimmick and glow around last dragon, just like mm-hmm. what L- Bruce Leroy means for the culture and just like show enough and everything. Nah, last dragon is second for me. Yeah, uh, uh I, I was, I agree with you. Life is number one. Um, life, you can't put life not one. One, one of the funniest movies. <laughs> Getting Eddie Murphy and uh and Martin in a movie together. Yeah. And every the everybody else we've got in that movie, like the cast uh, is crazy. Yeah, Bernie Mac, uh, just so many great things. Terrence Howard, man. <laughs> uh yeah, can't get right. Just so just so many things you can say great about that movie, man. Uh yeah. the Baru. <laughs> when uh, geez. <laughs> come on, man. Nah, man. One of one of Martin's best movies. One of one of Eddie's birth movies as well. Yeah. Um, by the way, I saw the Eddie Murphy Christmas movie over the weekend. You watched it. 
I, I just have to understand that I'm not the audience, man. I'm That's not it. To the yes. audience, when so, it said when it started and said PG, I was like, all right, I know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the intended audience. Um, I think it'll be for people that enjoy those kind of Christmas movies. But mm-hmm. I was sitting there the whole time, like, yeah, nah. I watched that and the Ludacris um, Christmas. Yeah, you watched Little Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I did, you know, but just family together, and everybody was just trying to throw something on to watch, and I was just like, uh, <laughs> not for me. Luda Christmas. Uh, I I fell asleep on a ludicrous uh, Christmas movie, um, but I saw. I wanted to like it though. I love uh, Ludacris, one of the greatest all time. Lil Rail, man, come on, Chicago yeah. legend over here. I, I watched both, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Life is number one, uh, then Last Dragon, uh, Fresh, and um... Meteor Man. Meteor Man is third. Um, Robert Townsend is one of the greatest of all time. He's given mm-hmm. us so many great classic movies, given us so many cultural moments. That's another one, like just a fantastic ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Luther Vandross in there. <laughs> I don't think he has any lines in this movie, nah. um, but <laughs> menacingly walking around with his gun uh, and silencer. Just so many great things, again, about Meteor Man. I want one of our supporters in like Amsterdam to be like, what the hell is Meteor Man? <laughs> They don't. I, I make a Meteor Man reference all the time when you say Meteor Man. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what time it is. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, uh, Fresh is last for me, but uh, yeah, that's a pretty good list though. Those are some black classics. Yeah. Uh, let's see our last Humper chat from Nelson Muntz. Uh, here's to everyone having a good year in 2024. I know I, I will because I won't have to see CM Punk and AEW anymore getting 30 to 40 minutes every week and boring the fuck out of me with mediocre wrestling, lame tough guy promos from Zack Snyder of wrestling. Man, calling this guy Zack Snyder of wrestling. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, speaking of which, uh, DCEU is officially coming to an end this year because Aquaman is the last movie on that docket from them now we're into whatever the new version of it is that's <laughs> headed up by uh james gunn uh this is gonna yeah. be a tough couple i still haven't seen aquaman y'all. yet but i i want to check it out i like the first aquaman so i'll check it out it's still uh jason momoa yeah oh okay uh well i'm sure it's gonna be recast after this one so yeah I would think so. <laughs> but I've heard good <laughs> things about it. I heard Aquaman 2 is decent. Uh, I, I want to check it out. I still haven't seen Iron, Iron Claw either. I'll probably either. go see that eventually. Uh, um, I don't know if I will. You know, this one woman's there. like, you better. I'm like, I can't, girl. Like, this story is crazy. I'm nobody about to be crying in here with you. You don't want to be in there shedding your thug tears? <laughs> yeah, no, she's like, people <laughs> She's like, people love tragedy. I'm like, oh, I don't know. This tragedy people, is crazy. People absolutely do love tragedy. They do. Unfortunately. Yeah, um, I know. That's nuts. Yeah, oof. Uh, yeah, that is all of our Humper Chats. Mm-hmm. So the last topic of today is we have a pay-per-view tonight that has gotten kind of lost in the sauce. Jesus. But <laughs> we do have a pay-per-view tonight. <laughs> um, AEW World's End will be the last pay-per-view of the year, the last of the uh, new AEW pay-per-views. I'm still mm-hmm. getting used to this new pay-per-view calendar where it's not just four pay-per-views. Right. Uh, how do you think that's going for them so far? Um, as someone who's been to most of them, I think it's been pretty good for them. I think I think kind of making the slow transitions, yeah, because so, for so many years it's been just the four, the big four. I think making the transition, putting them in new markets and 
kind of adding a different twist has helped a lot for them. It's been like, like you said, our favorite pay-per-view of the year is one of those new pay-per-views that they came up with. So I think it's been a pretty good success. At first when they announced it and they were like, oh, we're potentially going to go up to having a one pay-per-view a month. I was like, I don't know, man, it might not be it, but I don't know. I think it's added some kind of like urgency to the product of like, we got to continuously get to something. Cause remember it used to be like, you get to a pay-per-view and then when it's over, you got three months into another pay-per-view. So they're just like kind of cruise control. They didn't have time to be in cruise control. It's like a pay-per-view is over and they got to get to the next one. Yeah, definitely. World's End does feel like an app name um, after a very long year, a lot of traumatic events. I saw somebody in our chat. I'm sorry I, I didn't catch who said it because it scrolled past me so so quickly. Uh, but somebody said that uh, feud of the year is AEW versus good news. Um, <laughs> can I get over <laughs> <laughs> seriously though man damn like you guys can't catch a fucking break dude yeah uh just boy i this has been their worst year in terms of uh perception in terms of negative buzz it's crazy phil because they keep getting wins and then every time they get a win here comes a big l right next to it yeah, it's like I, yeah I, what's going on yeah like we said earlier they've had a really great streak of um uh, pay-per-views um, haven't really missed in, the, in their pay-per-views. I feel like the lowest is uh, probably double or nothing, but yeah. even that wasn't a bad show. Even that, just, Anarchy the in the Arena and the the Four Pillars match were bangers. Yeah, like it's just not as good in comparison to the rest of their pay-per-view output this year. So they've had a successful year, very lucrative pay-per-views, um, but man, just in terms of news, every time you turn around, there's some kind of controversy like we should something. just be talking about this pay-per-view today but we're not there's all this shit surrounding it and it's like dude this it's gonna be a great show like it, the card looks fired like they're gonna execute but like they just can't ever have one moment that's good and that's it yeah yeah um uh starting out they've got the battle royal for a shot at the awtnt title match mm. in the future it's gonna be a 20-man battle royal um TBA <laughs> to be decided. What uh, you thinking? Um, yeah, I don't know. I I've said before I would like to see Takesh to win this match. Yeah, um, I think he makes sense. Um, the fact that they're doing the battle royal makes me feel like we're going to get a new champion tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's kind of a way to establish another feud for Copeland coming out of this and put him up against a new AW guy um, that he hasn't faced before. Um, so we're moving on from the Christian stuff already. You think? I would assume so. I, yeah. I would assume that Christian is losing tonight. Um, mm. I could be wrong. Maybe this is a way to set up the next opponent for Christian, but yeah. uh, just something about it just makes me feel like this is the setup for Copeland. Um, I know they're going to give him a run with one of these championships. So, yeah, tonight might be the night. I still could see him switching over and joining Christian. So, yeah, I don't know. I still like, I think that we're, we're going to see a, a Copeland and Christian match versus Darby and Sting at some point before Sting's over. So is this the time? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, they've been doing pretty well with the Paddle Royals recently, though. Yeah. Um, so I, I have no doubt this will probably be a fun match. Um, I have no idea who my prediction is to win this thing. I, yeah. I like the idea of Takeshita winning it, but of course mm-hmm. Takeshita is not in the match. He's so. not. It's <laughs> <laughs> not an option. Um, I kind of have no idea because they didn't really. They haven't set us up like there aren't any like 
TNT championship contenders. Nobody's been like, I want that championship. Like it could kind of be anybody at this point. Like who got beef with Edge or Adam Copeland? Ricky Starks? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, who who has beef with Copeland? Why would anybody have beef with him? Um yeah, I I don't know. Um man, I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like who would be like a good winner? Um, Nick, uh, Nick Wayne. Maybe Nick does win it. That could kind of hit, huh? Jack Perry. I'd be not going to bring Jack Perry for a a pre-show match, huh? No, I don't see them. Where's Jack? And in a in a pre-show match, Um, the only thing I can think of is if Jack appears tonight and costs Copeland a match. Um, but. I don't think that they would bring him back to have him on a pre-show. Yeah. Either way, I I I think this is going to be a fun match. Um, maybe they bring somebody else in. Maybe maybe somebody we're not expecting at all. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I'm in wait and see mode. Uh, also yeah. on the pre-show, we've got uh, Hook versus Wheeler Yuta. When I tell you the belly laugh I got last night of um, Danhausen coming out after the match in the main event of Rampage. And telling Yuta that he lost, and then Yuta proceeding to beat this man down, and <laughs> up and saying, "Kiss my ass," and just throwing it back down. <laughs> I was in tears laughing. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I I love Yuta as a heel. He's so great. He he plays this role to a T. It's <laughs> crazy, man. It's funny because that that match that we're gonna eventually talk about later, Daniel Garcia is teaming up with Ryan Danielson later. But it's like when all this happened and when all this went down and they went with Yuta instead of Daniel Garcia in the BCC, at first I was like, I don't know, man. I think Yuta's a good worker and it, it could be fun, but I don't know if it's going to work. But no, this is showing that it's work. Yuta being a little shit heel that everybody wants to beat up, but like he's been beat up by his brother so much that you can't beat him up is like, <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> Taking his pain out on everybody else. Uh, yeah, very, very funny. And I, I think this is a good matchup. I think it's a good way to get Hook on the card. Um, I'm surprised it's not a pure title match. Um, yeah, I'm but... confused about why the, why it's the FTW title match. Yeah. Um, Yuta has the belt. Yeah, I don't know. But looking forward to that one. Um, we also got Chris Statlander versus Willow Nightingale on the pre-show that was announced last night on Rampage as well. Mm-hmm. Very, very excited that there's going to be three women's matches. On I this like card. this match a lot. I don't know who's going to win. I guess Stat could win, but Willow could also win. Yeah, I feel like Willow needs a big win. Yeah, um, she's. I feel like she's been kind of adrift since the Athena match. Yeah, um, since winning the Owen Hart Cup that no one ever talks about. Yeah, I feel like she needs a big win. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's the thing that sets Statlander off that, uh, you know, makes her side more with Stokely. Maybe Stokely helps her win the match as well. That's also an mm-hmm. option. Yeah. Um, either way, I think this is a good matchup. It is. Yeah, I'm glad that they got these women on the card. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Continental Classic Finals. Eddie Kingston first and John Moxley, uh-huh. the ultimate final boss, mm-hmm. following uh, Kingston going through everything to get to this point. I think um, you predicted this uh, final off rip, didn't you, Phil? Yeah, this was always my prediction. Um, I really loved the way they booked Eddie in the tournament, having have a, have a slow start, and then he had to make it through every obstacle that stood in his way, having to get through Claudio, who he hates, having to get through Brian, who was kind of an extension of the punk feud of him telling him he's not worthy, him being a 
Ring of Honor legend telling him you're a bum, you don't belong here, and him having to make it through him to get up there with his former best friend and a guy that he lost to in his first major AEW feud and John Moxley. Long-term storytelling here. Very, very, uh, <laughs> very interested to see where this goes. I feel like Eddie's going to win. Uh, I feel like that has to be the end to this. If this just ends with Moxley beating him, I'm just like, all right, what's, what was the point of all of that? <laughs> I was really excited when you broke it down originally of Eddie Kingston doing this. I was excited about it, but I'm even more excited knowing that at the end of it, it's him beating the BCC pretty much. I think that adds so much prestige to it. Like getting the victory over Claudio, who has been on his ass for so long. Beating Brian Danielson, who has multiple times called him a bum to his face, grabbed a you're a bum sign and showed it to him, to his carcass. And then potentially tonight beating John Moxley. Like, it's such a great story to tell really for really Eddie Kingston story. specifically. Yeah, uh, you also add the piece in it that, of course, he was on the same team with these guys um, at one point in the Blood and Guts mm -hmm. match cost him that match because he couldn't control his, his temper and i feel like that's kind of been a part of the story of this is that he's learning to compose himself and carry himself as a champion yeah. and that's part of what's going to be what gets him the victory here um can't say enough about how great the continental classic was and how big of a shot in the arm this was for aw so all the way brian the and kingston match bro this week oh my good god <laughs> Man, mm. all the way, this was so successful that I am very much worried about what does AEW programming look like without the Continental <laughs> Classic. <right>. Um, <laughs> right, what you about to do, bro? Because damn. Because, I mean, this week's episode of Dynamite, like all the Continental <clears throat> Classic stuff was so good. And then some of the bits around it, I was like, man, this is just not for me. Um, but, I mean, even like. Did some they of, paint themselves into a corner, Phil? Maybe. Uh, I mean, people like tournaments. I said uh, when we talked about the Snacks Grab City, if I were them, I would be planning a huge tag team tournament for the beginning of next year. Yes. Um, I think that's the way to go to revitalize the tag division. And that's something you can fill up time on Dynamite and Collision every week with like uh, marquee tag team matches. You got the tag teams in place now to do it. Um, come on, man. Steal my idea, man. I'll I, I act <laughs> like I never came up with it. I think that I like I did get worried for a minute. Like, how do they sustain that? But with the roster they have, it's not that hard, dude. Like you could be yeah. putting on great matches with like I said, you could probably have a whole nother continental classic with 12 other guys completely separate from this. And it'd be just as hard to be just as banging. So I'm not worried about that. I just hope that we get that because it's going to be hard to come like I've been I'm used to watching three banging ass matches on your show. You're going to have to continue giving that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, the, the big talking point at, at one point was uh, put your money where your mouth is. If you want to see more of this, I feel like the fans have told you what they want to see. Yep. If you want to see more sports-based grappling, that's what people, well, that's what niche fans tuned in for to begin mm -hmm. with. So, um, yeah, I would love to see more things like the Continental Classic. Very Same. much looking forward to second Continental Classic next year mm -hmm. um, and where they go with that, who's going to be in it next year. <laughs> Um, yeah, coming uh, off of that initially, I was like, okay, Ken wasn't in this. Next year is probably all going to be about Ken. Um, yeah, hopefully that's, yeah, I'm like, hopefully that's the case. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Uh, we've got the TBS championship match. Abaddon is having her first AEW pay per view match tonight against Julia Hart. Um, 
I think this is great for both of them. I think yeah. that this shows um, what a great job AEW has done building up some of their lesser women stars. I mean, when you look at the year that Sky Blue has had, when you look at the year Julia's had as well, um, it's a good sign. It's a really good sign for where they're going with the women's division. I feel like, I've said before, the women's division is in a really good place. This mm-hmm. is the most um, invested I've been in the women's division in a long time. It's the most optimistic I've felt about it. Um, go figure right now. They've they've been the most criticized division in the company for so long. But right now, I feel like the weakest division is the tag division. Facts. I'm like, the women's division has been better than the tag division and the trios division at this point. It's crazy. It feels yeah. like it feels like Julia is getting a better opportunity with the TBS championship than Stat did, which is good for Julia. And I think that she's going to excel in this moment. I expect her to win this match tonight and kind of continue what they want the direction of the TBS championship to be. I think it's exciting for the younger talent. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I expect Sky Blue to help, and I expect, excuse me, I expect uh, Julia to get the win here. Mm-hmm. I am, I am predicting that Thunder Rosa will come out and uh, confront her after the match, and that'll mm-hmm. be probably her next challenger. I like it. Um, you've got Timeless Tony Storm taking on Big Match Rio <laughs> for the AEW World Championship. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty clear Tony's winning here. She's like yeah. one of the biggest stars in the company right now. Um, they've got something really good going here. Um, she's one of those names right away. If Mercedes does make the jump to AEW, that I think it makes a lot of sense for her and and Tony Storm to cross paths. Um, so I'm pretty sure she's going to be still champion after this. Um, mm-hmm. But very excited to see this match because these are two that are going to bring you the in ring action. Tony is one of the best wrestlers in the division. Rio hasn't had a pay-per-view match, it seems like, in about 500 years. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really excited to see how this uh, turns out. Yeah, I'm excited about this match because big match Rio's in the building, and anytime she gets a pay-per-view match, she needs more. I know it's going to bang. Tony Storm has been the one of the best characters in the in the company, but I think a match like this is kind of needed to, like, show her fans that oh she can still work too you guys like she's funny as hell she has the skits and all this but she's about to be in there with her working boots on yeah and she is very very funny the, 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 super funny the 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 segments they're doing with her backstage with renee are are really great she is very mm-hmm. good on commentary as well definitely um yeah but i do think she's going to retain mm-hmm. um probably the easiest match to predict off the card yeah definitely uh we've got the eight-man tag match um Featuring uh, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, and the Don Callis fa- family taking on the team of Le Sex Gods um, <laughs> and Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what to make of this match now because coming into this, I was pretty certain that uh, Team Le Sex Gods and, and Sting and Darby are going to win. Uh, and I'm pretty still on board with that because i don't think that they're i can't see sting it. losing any I yeah i don't see sting and darby getting their first loss together um mm-hmm. as a part of this eight man so i think I they're gonna win but yeah. i i'm very curious to see what the atmosphere around this match is gonna be i don't think the live crowd is gonna really like poo-poo it because you know where are they internet, at they're in new york i don't know the internet fan base is a bit different so i can see a lot of people going to the shows that might not know 
about any of this. Um, Some AEW fans in New York, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how people (laughs) react to this show uh, and this this match in general. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm honestly kind uh, kind of confused. I thought we were gonna get the tag title match here. Like I was when they announced this, yeah, I was like, "Huh?" Yeah, that was uh, confusing to me as well. I assumed that we were gonna get the tag match because Sammy was replacing Kenny Omega, right? Um, but it seems like we're not getting the tag, or match at least now. like a triple threat tag match for the championships. I was like, "Okay, Sting and Darby versus the Sex Gods versus Big yeah. Bill and Ricky Starks." But then they announced his eight man. I'm okay. Yeah, so we're not getting the title match now, and um, based on this news, we could end up not getting that title match they, with them at all. I could see they, I could see them honestly. Maybe I don't know. I was gonna say cancel the match, but Sting's there. You can't cancel Sting. Yeah, no, I don't think Sting, they're gonna. gonna I don't think there. they're gonna cancel the eight man. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they're just not gonna care. Like you said earlier, like it takes not not gonna care. It's probably a little extreme. It takes allegation. It takes uh, investigation. It takes more than just like today it's gonna going be, that, you know. It's going to be very wild though if uh, we get this match and the crowd is singing Judas when this guy comes out. That's going to be very, very wild optic. Uh, <laughs> Tough one. Uh, yeah. Uh, Christian Christian Cage versus Adam <laughs> Copeland. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let's move forward. <laughs> Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland for the TNT Championship. Uh, it's going to be a no disqualification match uh, based off of their first matchup uh, where Shayna Wayne came in and helped Christian Cage retain his championship um, based on the stipulation and some of the other things. Like I said, I feel like Copeland's winning here. Yeah, it, I can't see him losing, them hitting him with two losses. I mean, I also can, but I don't know. It'll be kind of crazy to see. Um, Adam Copeland, it's like this whole thing has been a roller coaster. Some weeks I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. And then some weeks I'm like, okay, I'm, let's move on. And then some weeks I'm like, all right, I'm in. And then some weeks I'm like, let's move on. This week I'm at, let's maybe move on. <laughs> like, let's do this match. Yeah. Adam Copeland wins and we move forward. I feel like the story has been good. I think the, yeah. the segments they've had have been really good. Um, I think the issue is sometimes they're so faced up, spaced apart that uh, it feels like the momentum drops a little bit, but right. all of it has been consistently good. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I do think Copeland's winning here. Yeah, um, I could see Copeland going out of this, uh, going into the new year as a TNT champion. That does sound like it. Right. Um, we've got uh, Miro taking on Andrade El Idolo uh, with CJ coming in as his manager. I don't. This know is CJ one of those here. I don't like. Who? <laughs> Who benefits from this win? Andrade because he's coming off the C2? Yeah. Uh, or Miro who's going to get a win and we're not going to see him for four months. Like, what? I don't know yeah, what I, to do here. I, I, I very much don't like the storyline of this at all. <laughs> like the whole, uh, he's mad at him because his, his wife is his manager, even though she hasn't done anything. She just employed <laughs> she just somebody legit as his manager. Yeah. Um, I, uh, some of the promos for this have been very weird as well. The Miro promo where he's talking about, ah, you know, I go out and get the food. I'm the bread. Yeah. You're supposed to be at home cooking. And it's just like, do we really want to assign gender roles and a wrestling I'm promo? Okay. Like, what are yeah. we doing? Like, I'm all right. I haven't been really into this, but I think the match is going to hit. Um, I think Miro is going to win. Uh, 
I feel like there's more going forward you can do with Miro in terms of the storyline stuff. Is I he gonna be here? I don't every know. time he get a good big win, we don't see this full wrestle for four months. I don't know, but I do feel like Miro's gonna win. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I wish I was more excited about. Uh, coming into this match because I do think that both of these guys are extremely talented. I was really high on Andrade coming out of the C2, but apparently he cooked last night too. So I mean, he's ready to yeah. wrestle. But... Yeah, uh, I don't know if CJ is going to be available because she was hospitalized with an infection. Oh right. Um, hopefully she's okay. That looks scary. Yeah. Hopefully she's doing better. Um, yeah. Uh, Swerve Strickland taking on Keith Lee and a few that. <laughs> Most of us thought it was over, but boy, just when you thought it was over, 2023 <laughs> is the year that'll tell you nothing is over. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I like the way they've built this feud. I like the stuff that Keith was doing on Collision um, to call them out and eventually getting to Dynamite of Swerve accepting the challenge. Um, I think Swerve's going to win, though. Yeah, I think they specifically, like a lot of times people will be making jokes about ribs and jokes on Reg. This is one on me, like... I came on pods and I was like, this match is never going to happen. And they made it happen just to troll me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm glad that they're finally doing this match on a real note, Phil, because every time you talk about, damn, either one of these two, somebody's like, well, what about the match? Why well, it never happened? We're going to finally get the match. It's going to finally be over. Jesus. Swerve Strickland has to get the W, though. Sorry, Keith. Yeah, uh, I, I just feel like in terms of where they're going with Swerve, I think it was very intentional to do the triple threat at the end of the gold league yep. so that swerve was not pinned um mm -hmm. technically he didn't lose any of his matches in the continental classic the match he lost to mox his shoulder was up shoulder he did was not up. lose that match mm -hmm. and if you look at the triple threat match he was not pinned in that match mm -hmm. i think that was all intentional to keep swerve hot coming out of the tournament and going into 2024 um and that's why I can't see him losing at the pay-per-view. I fully right. expect him to pin Keith here. I do think it's going to be a good match. I think this is the best Swerve has been presented during his time with AEW. Um, Keith is always over. He always mm -hmm. gets good reactions. Um, I think the environment for this match is going to be really good. Keith. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm expecting good things out of this. Uh, we've got another eight-man that was kind of announced last minute. We've got mm -hmm. uh, Claudio Castagnoli, Ryan Danielson. Mark Briscoe and Daniel Garcia facing the team with Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and mm -hmm. Roosh. Uh, this feels kind of like the New Japan thing where they mm -hmm. threw a bunch of people there when the G1 into teams and put them yeah. on like a, a pay-per-view right after the G1. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be a fun match. Everybody involved in it is super talented. So expect good things. Where the heck are the guns? I just thought about that the other day. Where the heck are the guns? I don't know about Gary. There's only one thing... <laughs> That's important in this eight-man tag. Protect Brian Danielson at all costs. He got a very huge match coming up very soon. Everybody be careful out there. <laughs> please, please, everyone, be careful. Um, Put Brian in a bubble. I'm like, I was uh, I was like wondering if he was going to have a match. I'm like, maybe he shouldn't, man. He has a gigantic match in very few days in Japan against Okada. Like, maybe not, but. You can't. I make it makes this is the the PWG Bowl at Night Three match where they get all the losers together to have a match. I love it. I think it's going to be great. I'm excited about it. And Brian Danielson's te teaming up with Daniel Garcia. Like, it's good good stuff should be going on here. Yeah, um, yeah. 
got a little bit of how can they coexist there with Garcia being teamed with those guys. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. I do think it would be cool if after this he gets a, a Black Bull Combat Club jacket. That'd be kind of a cool finish to this year. If anybody has earned it, honestly. And that would immediately put him at odds with Willie Yuta. I feel like Willie Yuta would then turn into uh, Dave Chappelle, the undercover brother. Like, why is he in? How did he earn this? I had to go through all of these beatings. I had to do all of this to get in. You're just going to let him in now? <laughs> yes. I think that's a great story to tell. I'm interested. I think coming off the, the, the kind of the classic that uh, Daniel Garcia has built up some great stock. He got people behind him, invested. It shows that losing, man, I'm telling you, sometimes losing gets you more over, you guys. And that's in this situation. Daniel Garcia is more over after losing in the seat, the Continental Classic. And I think kind of what they do off the backs of that, it's going to be pretty important. Uh, our main event will be MJF versus Samoa Joe. We've been building towards this match since uh grand slam mm-hmm. um we've got a lot of things going into this we've got uh is this the end of max's title run year-long aw world championship run we've also got what this means for samoa joe this is the second time challenging max he's gonna lose a second time then of course we've got the devil reveal looming over everything uh samoa joe forfeited the ring of honor television championship for nothing to get this so there's so many elements kind of attached to this a lot of elements i feel like based on that joe has to win right uh you can't have him give up the ring of honor television (laughs) championship and then get a second match with him um just to lose um going through all of this having him uh align himself with the devil to get close to max all of this stuff uh max is of course uh letting max is know. super cena level max if he does that like wait you beat all of the bullet club and you beat samoa joe and you beat all no you can't <laughs> yeah crazy. and he's and he's been letting people know that he's very much injured mm-hmm. um i feel like max is gonna lose here i feel right. like this is pretty much a fitting way to end his run as well it is um he's been getting a lot of criticism lately online this is the most down i've ever seen AEW fans on max um it kind of comes with the territory once you're a baby face. You guys, that's what happens. It comes with it. Yeah. Um, I think some of the criticism, especially if you're champion, too. Yeah, I think some of the criticism is fair. Uh, I do think there's a little bit of fatigue, like especially after the Cole uh injury, he was on TV a lot. There was a lot of segments focused around him, mm-hmm. and not a lot His of segments are long, too. They're long segments, <laughs> some of them are very divisive. Mm-hmm. um the matches like i said earlier have always been hidden but yeah that's the part that kind of gets me like some of it didn't it's not hit it's uh some of the end wasn't the best but you can't take away from what he did in his reign man like the matches that all the matches that he did as the world champion hit hard and i thought that every time he worked he was really great at it there's some stuff that was muddied but you can't take away from his title reign with that yeah uh wasn't a big fan of the angle in full gear I wasn't the biggest fan of that match either. Yeah. Um, I don't think the match was bad, but just like uh, some of the storytelling around it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that that was pretty much the low point of his title run. It kind of right. marred people's opinions of him moving forward. Um, but he's and with how he, with how he said uh, in that article how beat up he is, like, what do you think this match is going to be like tonight? Yeah, I think Joe's going to beat this man down. That's right, going to happen. I think he's going to throttle him, and he's going to win this match decisively. I think we're going to get Adam Cole appearance because, as I've been telling you guys for weeks, Adam Cole is the devil. <laughs> he's going to reveal himself tonight. There's, 
I, I am about 100% sure of this, that he's the devil. All of the signs uh, point to him, especially the Joe stuff, I feel like is the last shoe to drop to tell you that it's Cole. Cole is the guy that convinced Max to team with Joe the entire mm-hmm. time. He, Whoever the devil is took the claim out of the, out of the race so that there was only Joe, so that he could pick Joe. You know, last night I would have. Oh, remember we talked on Ask Rhapsody, and I was asking you if they should reveal the devil, if it's blah blah blah. Now you one hundred percent that mask has to come off tonight. There has yeah. to be. You guys have to fucking cater. You guys have to give everything everybody wants, and you got to give it up good. There, you got to hit every mark. I think on this pay per view, just because perce- perception is going to be dumb. Anything that you could control yourself, fucking control it. And I think this is one of those situations. Yeah, I feel like you've got to give people the payoff tonight. I don't think you can go into 2024 still doing this devil stuff. No. I think it's time. I very much felt like that during Dynamite this week. Um, Wasn't the biggest fan of the main event stuff. Um, (laughs) I, I, I just still feel like it was a mistake to put the tag titles on them. And this showed it. I I wasn't a big fan of doing like this, basically a handicap match again, and then having Max lose. I think the execution of Joe's turn was good, but uh, everything around it wasn't for me. Um, right. It did. I I'm hoping that the execution of the Devil Reel reveal tonight will make it worth it. Um, but I very much fe- see some people groaning at it because. You know, if you've been predicting Cole the entire time, I can see it feeling a little bit anticlimactic. But, of course, it feels like if they do this right, it can't work. I very much think that it's the kingdom under the mask of the two guys that won the titles, mm-hmm. um, which has been a long time coming. They should have won those belts a long time ago. Um, For I, story purposes, it has to be Adam Cole. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't yeah, it, make the it, sense it, to be anyone else, you know? It doesn't make any sense for it to be anybody else. Um, yeah. I, I hate that he got hurt because I feel like we got robbed of a better storyline. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it would have been Adam that beat him at the end of the year. Um, I think Adam probably would have beat him at full gear, maybe. Yeah, if not full gear at World yeah. I feel like Adam Cole would have been the end of, would have been champion by the end of the year if he did yeah. not get hurt. Um, right. But I, I do think that Joe deserves this. Like we said earlier, Joe has had a great year. Uh, I feel like this is a great way to cap off this year. Um had the great television title run, had a had a really good match with Punk at All In. Big fan of that match. Um, big fan of him slamming Punk through a table and then proceeding to flip him a big bird as he walked away. <laughs> um, very funny every time I see it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is Joe's match to win, I feel like. And yep. I, I feel like going forward, you're going to pivot out of this with what's next for Max. I think the – the feud with Cole and his cabal of uh, ne'er do wells is the next <laughs> thing up for him, and it's probably Wardlow, the Kingdom, right? Uh, probably Roddy as well, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully a returning Kyle O'Reilly. Yep, this is cool for Samoa Joe, man. We've talked about it multiple times on this podcast. They try to say my guy was washed. They try to say my guy was over the hill. They try to say all this stress that he went through in WWE. He debuted and hurt himself, blah, 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 all this stuff, kind of Martin controversy. He came over to AEW, and I remember people being like, this isn't the small Joe that we used to have, and they wanted to do this. Why isn't he doing long matches? Like, kind of all this bullshit. But Samoa Joe has shown y'all that he is still Samoa Joe, one of the best in the world, on the mic, will fuck you up. In the ring, will still fuck you up. 
I think this is going to be a great crowning moment for Samoa Joe, something that he's earned, something that he's worked hard for. After being so many years in this uh, in this business, he could have kind of just came through and cruised, but he showed that they could look for him to be one of the guys. And I'm super excited that he even has the potential to be in this match, but him winning it, I think, is super awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if he wins it, I'm going to be very happy for him. I think he deserves it. Uh and you know, Max has had a great run. I think it's. Yes. I just think it's time to do something different. Uh, mm-hmm. and I know, that doesn't mean that he was a terrible champion. I just think it's no. time. I think it's time to do something else. And these, uh, we we have as wrestling fans, we have champion fatigue. So anytime yeah. somebody goes the distance, we're like, all it, right, it what's happens. next? <laughs> it happens. It, it is bound to happen with anybody that people are like, man, make him champion, make him champion, mm-hmm. and then they make them champion. All right, well, make this person champion. Now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every Didn't time. You just want him to be champion three days ago. <laughs> yeah, it happens every time. Uh, so I look forward to people. Uh... <laughs> it it angers me honestly. It's like you wanted this when they were booing Liv Morgan. I'm like, you guys wanted this. What do you mean? How did we get here? <laughs> yeah, uh, and maybe Max takes some time off. I don't know. Um, it does seem like he's pretty uh, badly. Injured. I would. Shit, it sounds so. sounds like he's beat up. It might be time to take some time off, um, but uh, even if he don't take time off, I feel like they've got enough to build off of next year for him with the devil stuff and his uh, new stable or whoever else is behind those masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we could get into whatever Humper chats we le- have left and whatever super chat. One super here. chat from uh, Jay Miller 3389 says, was excited for the return of Mercedes in WWE, but most likely it won't feel fresh after a few months. Probably better for her to go elsewhere for now. Thanks, Jay Miller. Yeah, I exactly agree. how I feel, big dog. Yep, we do not have any more Humper chats. So I think that wraps up our final episode of Grab City. For wow, it has been a great year, end of a uh, year two of this thing. Um, Looking forward to recording more episodes next year, talking yep. more graps, having more awkward moments of bad news. The, the day of our podcast coming. Come down. on, man. <laughs> Why does this always happen to us? <laughs> um, but, man, like I said earlier, appreciate you guys for continuing to support us, man. It means a lot to us. It is just, it is, it's a blast to sit and do this thing every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, if you have any parting thoughts for 2023. Um, yeah, man, it's been uh, it's been a great ride. Uh, Phil and I had some conversations and phone calls and part of this where we were like, Shh, I don't know, big dog. <laughs> but we uh, regrouped and we overcame and we had some amazing moments. We did our first live show, which is still unbelievable to watch, uh, to think about. Of course, you guys can go and watch that. We uh, had some laughs. We had some tears. We had some anger. We had all the shit. And that's just, uh, that's kind of the best part about it. And you guys being here to support every Saturday or every Thursday when we're on, or if we're on somebody else's podcast and you guys are like, Rhapsody, or if we're over here, anything has been so amazing and makes this ride even better. So thank you to everybody for your super chats, for your support, your signs, your tweets, anything that you've done for to support my brother and I, it just feels awesome. So thank you guys. And uh, catch me on the uh, World's End post show with Denise tonight. Definitely go check Time that out. Time ain't done here. 
Um, <laughs> hopefully, got a good pay per view in store for us uh, that uh, will not be awkward at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what it is. This has been Grapsity. I'm Phil Lindsay. It's Righteous Reg. We are out of here. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.